Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the RPG Show. Um, that's right, folks. We're back again uh, with a game choice by Kevin, so you know at least it's going to be a decent game. Um, I'm your host, Nick. I'm totally going to shoot this little girl, Gantner. And today I'm joined by the aforementioned, aforementioned Kevin, uh, Robocop Kajaski, sorry, and Travis. I'm a fascist. You binoclard farmer. How you guys doing? Hey, what's up? All right, so uh, we're trying to make this a quicker episode today, so we'll kind of save all the banter or, I guess, uh, catching up or whatever uh, until the end of the show. Uh, and if we have time, we'll uh, kind of catch up and uh, then talk about the next game. Um, so uh, the game we're talking about today is Disco Elysium. Um, it is a role-playing game that was developed and published by... ZA slash UM, which I think this is their first game. I don't know anything about them, really. Um, I think it is. I think they're like a European group of people. If I remember right, I didn't really do any research. <laughs> As usual. Yeah, they're... Are. Um, yeah, they're like Eastern European or some shit, right? Yeah. I think. They're kind of weird. Uh... So this game pl- uh, takes place in a large city that's recovering from a war uh, that happened decades prior to the game's start. And the players control a detective who has amnesia, uh, who's been tasked with solving a murder mystery. Um, during the investigation, you'll come to recall events about your own past, as well as uh, the current forces trying to affect the city, and you'll be able to craft your own uh, personality uh, based on the choices you make uh, when you're talking to people in the city. Um, the game was inspired by um, Infinity Engine-era role-playing games, uh, such as Planescape Torment, and it was written and designed by Estonian novelist Robert Kurvitz. There you go. I knew it was Estonia or something. <clears throat> yeah, I guess uh, there's like thousands of pages of backstory or something. That are, uh, I don't know how true that is, but that's what I read on the internet, but um, I mean, I I could see that because like they go pretty in depth into the whole like layers of uh, like lore and history and trauma that's happened. Not and they're definitely into writing, so yeah, it wouldn't shock me. 
Cause like they, yeah, there's like so much stuff. Like you read, like they're like they reference things. You're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all right. Um, so Disco Elysium features a distinctive oil painting art style um, and music by the band Sea Power. I guess they're like a British band. Never heard of them before either. Yeah, they did. Um, a, I did a little bit of research on them, and we can get. I'll talk about a little bit more music, but they had their name changed a couple times. But I guess that happens. Yeah. Um, Disco Elysium was released for uh, Microsoft Windows in October 2019, and then on the Mac OS in April 2020. Um, and then about a year and a half later, I guess, uh, an expanded version of the game released, subtitled The Final Cut, uh, which has full voice acting and new content. Uh, was what is the new con- What is the new content? Do you know? Uh, yeah. So the so originally the game only I think had voice acting for Harry and maybe uh, Kim, and then like main quest uh, people and like all the sub quest people or whatever, like all the NPCs you talk to in town were just kind of like text or something. Um, but then uh, they so they I guess the guy the people behind it uh, like re even rehired. Uh, old voice actors for new lines and then replace some people for people they thought fit better uh, for different characters. And then they kind of just got voice actors for er- every character in the game. And then the new content is, I think you didn't do any of them, but they had originally planned to make like, f- I guess, branching storylines uh, for the ending. And then they dropped that and then they reused some of those for the political storylines uh, that you can do um i think only one of them has an alternate ending so it's like the the fascist storyline the centrist moralist storyline the uh, capitalist storyline and then the uh communist storyline if you follow them because i figure to sleep uh day three and you wake up or whatever you have like a dream and you can pick uh depending on like how far you've gotten in those ideologies you could pick one to follow and do the subquest for that, and that was, I guess, originally it was supposed to be like actual, like maybe uh, storylines, but now they're just kind of like additional subquests, and one of them has an alternate ending, which is pretty, <laughs> pretty funny, or uh, I guess it's pretty cool. But, so I guess they just got like the, the game did well, so they just tried to make it better. I, I guessing. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like like they had ideas they wanted, like and they like, ran out of time. Like, well, we just got to publish the fucking game and then they're like oh shit it's got game of the year awards and we're making lots of money let's finish let's put the game out the way we wanted it to it's like like you uh release for pc first you know one of those type of games and if it does well you port it to the other other uh systems so right it just came out on switch like this week i think but i i told the dude in the other chat i'm like i would wait on that shit for a while because the console versions were buggy as fuck for like a year, so I can't really imagine how a shitty Switch one would be. I mean, I still had some uh, issues on PS5 where the game would just crash. Right. I mean, and those have been out and patched several times, so, you know, you figure the one that comes out on Switch is going to take some... I, there's no way that they get it right the first time. Yeah. I had a I had that glitch at the end of day one uh, on every yes. place where I played through. Uh, where really? Where it continue. I had to like do all kinds of shit. Like the way I fixed it the first time for like the second time I played through, it didn't work. So I'm like, fuck. 
I gotta figure something else out. Um, and like, I just did, the, did a combination of a bunch of random shit to like put time forward like 10 minutes or put it forward like 30 minutes or just do only the dialogue I needed to get the fuck out of the conversation. And eventually I figured out like the right mix of something to do. Or it just said, I'm gonna work now. I have no fucking idea. You're playing on PS4 too, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that sucks because a lot of times they're kind of in the ass trying to figure oh, all yeah. that shit out. Uh, yeah, that sucks. I didn't, actually, I didn't. Okay. I was just saying, I'm sure I would have had a more favorable outlook on the game if I was playing on a better system like PS5 or something. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I was going to play on PS5 at the end, but uh, I didn't, couldn't figure out how to get my fucking save over there. It wouldn't transfer for some reason. Uh, so for PS5 games, um, if you have a PS4 save, you have to you can only play the PS4 version unless the game has a built-in uh, like trade or save transfer. Um, okay. There's only a couple games that do that, I think, so far. All right, all right, that makes sense. I'm like, am I just fucking stupid? Because like, there's no save file. Uh, I can't find it. I'm like, should it be on my cloud? Should I just be able to transfer it? But I guess that makes sense then. Yeah, they have to have like some built-in mechanism where it's like a it, you put it on their cloud and then you can download it off their cloud and they do the data conversion on the, on their cloud or whatever. Oh, okay. That's not, I don't really feel that dumb now then. All right, so. Uh, the way we do things on this show is we have, what is it, six categories? Uh, gameplay, story, visuals, uh, music, uh, slash voice acting, uh, overall experience, and then replayability extra content. And we usually rate uh, the different categories uh, between one through five, and we allow half scores because I fucked that up early on. Um, and we generally just uh, give a summary of each category uh and our pros and cons or likes and dislikes uh within the category and then kind of move on to the next and depending on uh, how long each category we spend talking about them has been we'll like put musical breaks in between them just to give you a little taste of the music in the game uh, so uh i guess we'll start off with gameplay um do one of y'all one of you guys want to talk about the gameplay or i can talk about it real quick because it's pretty um i can uh start with that sure <laughs> uh gameplay it i mean it's a uh tap down um was it isometric RPG? Symmetric, yeah isometric rpg um where i mean if you played any of the any kind of pc um kind of rpg it's kind of like that where it's looking down at the character um there is no uh, battle system in this kind of game. It's kind of like, uh, basically, mostly a text. Uh, it's like a text adventure almost, where, um, kind of. I guess if you play Dungeon and Dragons, like everything you do is based on a roll, uh, any kind of like decision you make. So, uh, depending on um, what your stat, your character stat sheet, which you can kind of manipulate in the beginning. And I guess there was a, a glitch where you could ba basically give yourself all fives um, before they patched it. Um, but uh, based on how much you put into each uh, one, uh, you'll do a roll for each decision you make or each like kind of uh, uh, situation that comes up and you pass or fail. And sometimes you're supposed to fail and sometimes you're not. And 
Like sometimes you fail and you come, you there's some decisions you can come back and redo, uh, roles you can come back and redo. And there's some that are permanent, uh, where they red if they're permanent, right? Yeah. Did y'all save scum for, did y'all save scum for red? Oh yeah. I save scum for all of it. (laughs) Uh, it depends on the red. There's like one supposed to fail. Like there's no chance to ever boost it for more than 3% or something like that. Yeah. There's this door, uh, you can't open (laughs) and it's 3%. And even if you do, uh, pass and get a 12, like roll 12, I'll say, yeah, you still can't open this door, and I'll still piss because I wasted like ten minutes on it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, are you talking about the door on the coast or whatever? Yeah, the door on the coast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kid, like, there's just some doors you're not meant to open or something. He like gives you, he fucking makes fun of you, <laughs> and he's like, no, I want to open all the doors. <laughs> but uh, the other one that I also like, could remember was that you have a, a side quest where you, you can paint a wall like. You're just looking for paint or something. You're like, oh man, I feel inspired to paint this wall. And you go talk to Cindy the Skull, and she's got a three percent check where you have to explain why you want to paint something. And if you pass it, I save some for that. If you pass it, she like normally if you fail, she's like, okay, well here's a paintbrush. You could probably find like motor oil or whatever. That's what I paint with somewhere. See ya. But if you pass it, she's like, yeah, I'm not gonna help you at all. You're like what the fuck? Yeah, she's okay. like, I don't want competition. Because she thinks she like, you make it too good of an argument, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't want someone to uh, be better than me, so you don't get shit." Damn, I'd be pissed if I fucking say it's coming out for ten minutes and then they got that. Yeah, I was kind of pissed. So uh, yeah, that's base uh, the base. Basically, the game is there's a story. Uh, we'll get into it in the story, I guess, but. Um, through the game, uh, every decision you make, uh, you have to pass rolls, and you know you explore, and there's items, and then the uh, uh, clothing you have um, kind of ups ups like your. Well, there's there's four basic um, on your character sheet. There's intellect, psyche, physique, and motorics, and in those there's five six different categories so all those so six twelve eight, there's 24 different things you have to pass checks on in the game um i, I never really like fucking really checked into what what all those things really mean they kind of give you an overview in the menu well i just i was just like the way i was doing it was just like okay Fucking if, if, if I fail a roll, then whatever. I don't fucking care. So I guess I didn't really like. Wasn't worried about like stat shit as much. Um. Well, if you go into the character sheet and you there's like the overview, where it's like one sentence, like logic, wield, raw intellectual power, deduce the world, and if you hit info, it has like two whole paragraphs of what it does. What what. Oh. Okay, yeah, I just kind of like, was clicked over it and just like saw like the little short synopsis of stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, well, I don't really know what the fuck this means, and I don't like care. So, yeah, I just kind of put on the shit that I already kind of put it into. I basically kind of like save my points till you get to a decision, and then I would uh, throw a couple in if it, if I was like if it was going to be like a low roll. So, like I did, like my my. Uh, 
build was like five intellect, but then there was like one psyche, so I had to like do a lot into authority and volition to kind of uh, balance my character out uh, throughout the game. So I think that's what I think that's how they they wanted you to play it. It's like there's going to be some things that are going to be uh, easy for you to do, and there's going to be some things for hard that are harder, and then. Um, through the game, you can build up the the weaker side of yourself. Right. Because um, I try to do the balance one, and it's like everything's like it was way it was harder to do balance than it was to do. Well, yeah, I feel like you'd be like botching more rolls than anything. Because yeah, because most it'd all be like a medium percentage. So it's like all the rolls are harder in um right in a balanced character. Whereas if you're picking one that's kind of weighted, uh, only half the rolls are hard. So, and well, then you that's also... what I did with my hardcore character. Huh? That's what I did with my hardcore character. My first playthrough, I went three across the board. Oh, that must have sucked. That was fine. There's like, uh, I mean, if you save before you talk to everybody and you have enough points to but... like buff shit you need to, then like you don't use all twenty four of the the personality traits for like important things, right? It's only like I would say eight, maybe that you use with any relative like frequency. Well, can't you manipulate the thoughts to kind of help you with some decisions? Like I didn't really fuck with the thoughts, but so the that kind of so that's actually a very interesting gameplay mechanic. Depending on your uh, levels of um, uh, the personality traits you have or whatever, like you'll get passive skill checks against random things that every like every conversation you have with somebody. Yeah, and whether or not you pass or fail, uh, the random check will influence the dialogue options you get to choose from. Um, like when I was doing my quick, speedy playthrough, I didn't have any uh, thing really maxed out except for shivers. And then I also was doing like I was following a speed run, which was a mistake because uh, they ended up talking to the body at the like forty minute mark or something. I'm like, you fuckers! <laughs> I'm trying to avoid this. God damn it! Um, so I had to redo that, like start from over from that shit. But uh, like they pumped up their physical traits a lot, and I noticed when I had a conversation with somebody, I was looking for a passive check to happen, but it would never happen. Um, and that's because I had like the wrong skills leveled up too much, and it was uh, like one of the skills checks was happening that was passively was overriding another one. So the option I wanted to have wasn't showing up uh, yeah. because my uh, subconscious or whatever, whatever you, the personality traits like one like my character didn't even have the idea to ever do that because the personality trait wasn't leveled up enough or like one was superior superior over the other one and that took uh precedence over like uh what options you get during the conversation and i can't remember what specifically it was like i should have written it down but it was like something oh i think it was i was trying to talk to the cryptid lady and i couldn't ask her about more like cryptids or something because uh like i didn't have a high like in, uh like curiosity or whatever the fuck the thing is like to ask questions i was just kind of like a big strong man i'm like oh, i really give a fuck let's keep moving on whereas <laughs> in my first playthrough because i was uh like average across the board i had more of those prompts pop up right. i noticed uh like i would have like there would be like uh uh like whatever I can't remember what they're called now. Like whatever passed, whatever passed, whatever passed. Like constantly, like ever after every dialogue, yeah. you'd like three, two or three 
uh, like personality traits popping up that they passed to give you more information about things. But like on that right, one playthrough where I just pretty much buffed the encyclopedia one, if you have it high enough, like it'll give you all like the background information on everything as you go through the the game, and that's like a passive check. You're like, what's this? And your brain's like, okay, this is what this is. Like the encyclopedia passive check. And then the one I know that you're kind of talking about where it's like one overrules the other one. There's like, if authority's too high, like, uh, and I think like something else is not high enough. Uh, when you're trying to get the, the one cryptid dude that you broke into his, his like little, uh, his house where you unlock the door, you know, that guy. Can't remember his name. Oh, for the armor. Yeah, well, the, not for the armor, but for his trophy where he makes you a sandwich. Like when you find out like his uh side his side gig and like you have to get that sandwich to get the trophy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but it also happens with his armor because I, I had to redo my save. Oh, really? I had to reload my save because I didn't have enough authority to like to notice the bulge in his. Like I picked that option. Like why is his chest so big or whatever and my character was like uh maybe he's fat or something and i'm like what the <laughs> fuck i know like i know you're supposed to get the armor here so I, like i reloaded my save and upload because i failed the authority check or whatever and so i up i pumped that shit up and he's like hey take off your shirt i know you're wearing something and i'm like okay that's fucked up that they do this to you yep um so yeah that's the the basic mechanics and then like i was saying uh there's different uh, clothing options you can find, like armor's one of them, and then that'll boost your your stats as well. Like you know, there's a hat that gives you um, plus one reaction speed, but takes away rhetoric, or sunglasses that are at plus one savio fair and minus one visual calculus. Um, and then another thing that's kind of interesting if that I didn't have my first playthrough, but my second playthrough, when I went kind of like, instead of being intellect, I went like more athletic build. Um, your necktie from the beginning of the game will talk to you. If you have the the crazy, what's it called? Horrific necktie. Which you can, I, uh, I saw that you can also buy that uh, from their website if you want the horrific necktie. Um, but he'll, yes. he'll like start talking to you all crazy like. <laughs> um... And then, also, side note on the horrific necktie, you can <laughs> light it on fire and throw it at the guy during the tribunal that I didn't know until I watched, like, another playthrough of it. Because <laughs> I shot That's fucking <laughs> if, you, if you don't have a gun, I guess you light your fucking tie on fire and throw it at him. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But, um... So, yeah, that's another part of it. And then, uh see what else in gameplay there's like the thought cabinets so basically uh throughout the game as you're having dialogue with someone it'll randomly have like uh you'll have a thought that you're that you're will come into your head and you can like basically think it through and then you can it'll give you um some kind of bonus from uh realizing the thought i guess right um, How many of those actually can help you like speed things up? Like the machine head one or whatever. When you do the critical race theory, like then you don't have to do to go out the back way. You kind of just go through the thing. Is there a bunch of them like that, or not that many? Um, there's some that give you ex- like 
One's called Janus Vu. That gives you one XP for every orb clicked. So that'll help you like level up faster. Um, there's a couple good ones. One's called the Boke. I, I tried to look them all up and then just kind of use the ones that'll help me through the game. One gives you plus three shivers. Um, one of them I had to do because I raised the authority cap so I can get that high enough. I don't even think I really realized they were a fucking thing until like, what they really were actually doing is how like halfway through the game. Well, the problem is like you know, when you haven't uh, like uh, consumed them as a like a, a thought or whatever. Like they're still like uh, like inter interstitial or whatever. Like you haven't locked them in. Um, like they don't tell you what the fuck they do when you lock them in. So like, you have you could have one that's like giving you like plus two to a stat, and then you lock it in, and it's like. Actually, you thought about it for a while, and you realize life's meaningless. Minus two to that stat, and <laughs> you shit yourself every ten minutes. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So, uh, see, I thought that they were like, you know, I did the machine head one. Where is what his name? Machine head. Yeah, I did that one. I just, I just assumed at that point those were like things that you had to do in the game to progress story. But then I never really, it never really came up again until like halfway through, where I was like, oh, maybe. Oh, I see this affects some kind of stats. Yeah, no, I think some of them are like fail safes for like if you haven't gotten the stats for anything else, they give you the thought to think about and you have to go fuck off for like two hours. Right. And you're like, okay, you can pass this part. Right. I guess this is what happened with me for Machine Head, for him opening the door for me. Yeah, and that's. Yeah, I guess. The, the whole Machine Head thing kind of like was annoying because I thought you, there was like something behind him that you had to go do because I like jumped over the over the wall and kind of went in that way to get your jacket you know and then i went i failed that like three fucking times <laughs> i did too i was like all right i was like all right i guess i'm just i that's not meant to be i guess <laughs> so anyways i jumped over there and went back the back way and then i thought that there was like something else behind him but like i couldn't pass like i couldn't get behind him so i was like frustrated so the second playthrough i was like okay i'm going to do that first I was like, oh, you just pushed the button to open the fucking door. I was like so pissed. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> machine head. Uh, yeah, I hate that guy. And then there's like the... Uh, Do you, you guys have end up getting a lot of money? There are ways to get actually, like, a shit ton of money in that game? Yeah, I did. Uh, so yeah, you need money to buy, you know, cigarettes. Well, that's not the part of gameplay. Like... Booze, cigarettes, drugs, those all, like, up one of your stats and lower one of your stats. Um, let's see. Uh, smoking gives you plus one intellect but minus one health. Uh, speed gives you plus one motorix but minus one morale. Uh, let's see. Viholdron? I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. Gear affects your stats too, right? Yeah. Plus one side. I didn't. I didn't really buy a lot of shit because I was struggling with money and I was trying to save my money in case I needed to stay at the room. And so until I got the uh, shack on the coast, I uh, I didn't really spend a ton of money other than buying a few random things that made it seem like you needed to do it. Like uh, would you have to buy like some kind of drug to not throw up? Ammonia, I think. Right. Well, you didn't buy that. You just get it from the uh... girl. I think you get it from the gardener for free, but you only get one use of it or something. Uh, I didn't. I didn't go buy it. But uh, also, it didn't work anyways. It still threw up. 
Yeah, I think you still throw up the first time, and then you can kind of like pull yourself together. Basically. There's a a secret thought you can get, or something, where you just keep puking and you keep puking and you keep puking. And eventually, you just kind of like get through it, and you get a thought or something. Um, but yeah, you need money in the first in the beginning of the game. There's a you basically like spend like you trash your room and you run up a bar tab, and basically they'll kick you out if you don't like find money to uh, pay your tab. And there's two so what if you don't have the money the first night? Huh? If you don't have the money, or do you? Um, oh, he gives you the money, right? Kim, Kim will like sell his hubcaps. Yeah, that's what I did. So yeah, you can like so the the way I got like extra money that like I did, um, so I never needed money. Basically, the whole rest of the game was I did I waited till like midnight or whatever, and I had Kim go get the hubcaps, but I didn't sell them right away, and then I went to the chick on the boat. Um, and she'll give you money. She'll give you like the 120 bucks or whatever it is. Oh, uh, Joyce. Joyce. So then I got 120 bucks from Joyce, and then I went and sold the hubcaps, and I had 340 bucks or something like that. Damn, how, how, how the fuck do you get money from her? I would have been nice to have that shit. That's a lot of money. You're scum. I can't believe you did that to Kim. <laughs> yeah. I had no choice but to sell her shit. <laughs> I know. Well, he, he liked me enough anyways. I got the uh, Aces Low uh, thing, so he just loved me. So he was, he was cool. He didn't need those hubcaps anyways. He he stole, he got them off a uh, stop, so I wasn't he, I wasn't too upset about it. Where, why does Joyce give you money? Like, why does she really give so you money? So if you talk to her... It's basically um, a bribe. It's basically like a bribe. Oh. Okay. Because she's kind of a bitch, I thought, but... Well, it's... Like you can, you have to. You're supposed to technically, according to Kim, report it to the precinct that it was a donation or something. Oh, I wouldn't do all that. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, that's the basics of gameplay. I would say um, you run around the town and you kind of try to find clues and you talk to all the uh, NPCs and you try to uh, convince them to talk to you or give up information or. Um, give you items. Uh, uh, yeah, if you have like a, uh, a like a daily task thing, or whatever you're supposed to be tracking and following to try to do things, right? You have a journal, but you you can probably miss the journal the whole way and not because <laughs> uh, you you find the journal in the in the dumpster behind the the whirling rags, and if you don't, if you're not one of those people that like searches everything, you could probably miss that and not realize. That does help you tell you how much, like, to track things, like how many people you killed and, like, how much of a superstar cop you are or communist you are or good cop, bad cop type thing. So it does help you for the trophies if you if you uh, need to track things. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing until you put, or Nick posted his results, like, halfway through or whatever. Um, I think that's basically it for gameplay, unless you got anything else to add, Nick or Travis. Um, no, I think that's... Um, we didn't really talk about the time, so that every day oh, you have okay. a, a, a time limit, um, and that is, uh, like, you wake up at, like, what, 7 in the morning or something, and you have until, I think, a lot of people go to sleep or something around 2100, or maybe it's a little later, but, uh, like, up until that point, you can talk to everybody and do almost anything, and there's only certain things that happen after hours. And then at two o'clock is the hard stop. Like once you make it to two in the morning, time doesn't move anymore, but you can still do some things. 
like uh, some conversations with some people or read your items. Yeah, read your items and shit. Uh, but once you go to sleep, uh, you progress into the next day. And I don't know if there's a a cap for how many days you can go. I I never really like looked that up. I just tried to beat the game as fast as possible because I was worried about running out of time. I kind of was too. I didn't look that up. I wonder if there is. Towards the end, though, I didn't realize you could sit on that bench near the cafeteria, near the fucking uh, lodge, and just kill time until like a four or something. I thought you can only do that if Kim wasn't with you. Whenever, I guess it was, I guess I did it when I didn't have him then, because I was for a while there. I was trying to speed fucking time up. Yeah. Just go around, start talking, start talking to fucking people, and hope it was a new conversation. So time would pass. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, books, books help kill time too, or anything you can read. Yeah, I just read my ledger. Like I spammed the fuck. I just spammed X, and it would be like take out forty chunks at a time in like ten seconds. Oh well, yeah, damn, that'd be nice. I still, I kind of want to go back and read. I, I guess I haven't read like if you get his uh um his notebook or whatever you can read his past cases i kind of wanted to read i forgot to read those i never got to that because i didn't want to like waste a bunch of time uh okay well there's like four of them or something right and like some of them are really long and some of them are just like yeah you didn't solve it like oh shit okay uh there is five of them so um oh the unsolvable case is probably the one he didn't solve <laughs> Uh, well, there's like, so they're kind of interesting. There's like two guys or like th- a group of people on a couch. There's like the square uh, bullet hole. Uh, there is like the murder in uh, like a coffee shop or something. Um, the and then like some re- rebellion thing. And there's another one I can't remember, but like. Murder at the hookah parlor? Yeah, that one. That one's the funniest. Like, I don't know if you want me to spoil it for you real quick. Like, yeah, go ahead. So essentially. Uh... <laughs> It's he's picking up a case that somebody else solved or something like that, and, or had trouble solving. Like this, apparently another detective was working on it for like a week or two, or maybe it's a month. It was like a, a period of time, and like you're reading it, and your inner monologue's going back and forth with you, and like you're like making all these deductions that are happening, and then when you get to the end of it, uh, it's pretty much like so it was a suicide or something. The person walked in to kill themselves, and the cop was looking for any other reason. For no, like looking for all the stuff for nothing when the evidence was right in front of him that it was like a suicide and like so like he was pretty much just calling the other cop a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. For not seeing like oh yeah this is what it was congratulations. You wasted a month on nothing. Yep. Um, I guess there's also tools uh, you can use to help you in the game. Uh, flashlight for dark areas. Crowbar. Um, there's a pry bar to open. I didn't realize that either. There's like a couple like um, trash bins or uh, stuff you can't open. I didn't realize you have to just have the pry bar in your hands and it'll open it for you. Uh, chain cutters to open like uh, I think it, one of them. I don't even remember what I used the chain cutters for. I used them to, to to get into some fucking door. But it was bolted up with a fucking chain. Yeah. I think it was on the coast somewhere. And then you get your gun, uh, if you find it. And then there's a... I only get two bullets, though. Huh? Yeah, you only get two bullets. 
There's a pr uh, plastic uh, bag you can get so you can pick up bottles uh, and you can sell them at the frit. Apparently, if you're a hobo cop, you could find special <coughs> bottles that are worth a little more or something. Oh, but really? I never did that. I know if you're a hobo cop, you can sell them for more than uh, originally. So, oh, is that what they meant? Yeah. Okay. You sell, them for, you sell them for like double. All right. Cause when Who fucks that hobo cop? When you get the hobo cop thought, it's like, oh, you can find special limited limited edition bottles that are worth more. And I like, I walked around everywhere <laughs> looking for more shit. I'm like, I don't fucking see these things anywhere. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Another fucking bullshit thing where the game changes stuff it doesn't tell you. Yeah. It's actually, all the bottles are just double price. Oh, thank you. Thank you for explaining that. That <laughs> saved me so much time. Like, Well, you like put them into the... You just, uh, Deposit them or whatever, and it's like, oh, somehow you found more money than normal Cobocop or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I, on that playthrough, I managed to only have to owe Dude Man 30 bucks, so I wasn't really too worried about money. Well, I think, yeah, if you run away from him and hit the the chick in the wheelchair, he, like, brings it down to 100 or something like that. Uh, he drops it to 70, but I oh, 70. don't know. I don't remember exactly what I did, but I pretty much told him to go fuck himself somehow. <laughs> and that wasn't paying. I wasn't paying for shit. I'm not paying for the room. I ain't paying for nothing. And he's like, he's like, because uh, I had Kim with me. And Kim's like, uh, well, maybe you could build the, the apartment, the pre the precinct. And he's like, okay, I'll just build the precinct for damages. You just have to pay for the room and board at 30 bucks. I'm like, okay, fuck yeah. I didn't get to that part. I didn't get that far. <laughs> That's because I had money, so I just paid it. Yeah, my first playthrough, I was like, I read you could have Kim sell his hubcaps. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm doing that. Hey, he loves his car. I'm not going to make him fucking destroy his car. Pay for my shitty room that I destroyed. Fuck that. Yeah. I got really oh. attached to the character, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't think I really give a shit about any of the motherfuckers. Well, that's normal for you. No, I mean, sorry. I mean, this game, this uh, this game, you can play multiple ways. Like, I feel like it's it's also meant to be played as a stupid fucking game if you want to, because some of the shit you can say is so ridiculous that it's not even meant to be taken seriously. Yeah, it's not like it's like, it's not like it's Life is Strange or something where it's like this, like you know, supposed to be played in a certain way, and it was, you can play it serious. Or there's a guy in another chat that was saying he played it more serious and he thought it was more of a depressing game. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was kind of fucking silly myself. But yep. Well, that's kind of the magic. Like they say uh, early on, like they give you a, a tooltip pop up that's like, hey, you're a cop. You can pretty much say whatever the fuck you want, and then people just kind of brush it off. So it's like they give you permission to act like a apocalypse cop or a fucking uh, like. Uh, Party cop or whatever, yeah, whatever, like, whatever like, you want to be. Yeah. You do the fuck you want, and like that's part of the part of the magic of the game. Uh, but in the same way, I feel like it also kind of takes it away because it loses some of that focus that would make something like Life is Strange really more impactful. Because like, yeah, this does have like depressing elements to it in the uh, in the in the plot. And I guess we can talk about that a little bit later. But like, you can just not experience any of that. Like you just because of the choices you make, you can just be like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, all right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's ridiculous the shit you can say when they say something really deep. You're like, oh, all right, you're like, yeah, I don't fuck care. Like the end is nigh. Like people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. All right. Like, 
Uh, I think you, there's like a side quest you could do where you have to like tell a wife her husband's dead, and you could just really just fucking. Ru you can just ruin that. And like I, I, I didn't have the heart to pick shitty t t like choices, because I was like, this is fucked up. <laughs> the first time I think of my first playthrough, like I saved scum before that, and like I failed the, the, the check you have to make to like explain it like a, a cop would, and I'm like, my character's like, oh man, yeah, your husband's fucking dead. Uh, he's been dead a while. Uh, it's it's fucked up. And she's like, what? And Kim's looking at you like, oh fuck, dude. <laughs> don't don't do this shit, man. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. And you start having a panic attack. And I'm like, oh god, this is awful. Like I finished it out to see how bad it was, and I felt like shit afterwards. So I'm like, let me save scum this and do it right because it's holy shit. What is your what's your alter ego name? Is like tequila sunset? Tequila sunset. <laughs> you can say that a couple times when they're like, when they're telling you something serious, you're like, oh, I am the Gila Sunset. <laughs> like, it's so fucking dumb. Oh, shit. You can, well, you can still say, like, if you if you give yourself a fake name that's like uh, the initials of the the police precinct thing or whatever. I can't remember what the, what the name is. It's like French sounding Rosario Cousteau or something. So even if you learn your real name, you can still be like walking around being like, I'm fucking. Custo and Kim's like you're fucking hairy. And you're like oh, I wanted to whatever. I'm Custo today. It's like all right. Uh, Stevie. But uh, yeah, that, I think that's basically game play, right? Sounds yeah. Good to me. All right, so we'll go ahead and rank it. Um, I uh, I like the. You know, I, I kind of like point-and-click adventures, and this is kind of like a point-and-click adventure on steroids, I would say. <clears throat> um, so I definitely had a lot of fun exploring and clicking on things and talking to people. Um, but this is, like, the kind of game I like. So if you don't like the point-and-click adventures, you probably won't enjoy it as much as uh, as someone that does. Um, but for me, it's a four. It's a lot. Are we gonna do likes and dislikes? Uh, you, you, um, yeah, rate it first, and then we'll go on likes and dislikes since we're doing ratings. Okay. okay. Um, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. All right, I'm gonna give it a three. I thought I thought Travis would be lowest. Holy shit! No, uh, I mean I get into my likes and dislikes, but I mean, well, I guess. Well, I'm... Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. No, I'll just say you you guys can say likes and dislikes. The uh, I guess the one the one dislike I had it does kind of get kind of it drags in the middle of the game where like day two you're kind of trapped and uh, nothing really happens and you just kind of got to talk to everyone. I I was kind of losing I was kind of got scared like oh no this game's gonna suck. But after day two a lot more stuff opens up and a lot more op like you can finish the game and all like, you just that one day you're kind of trapped because day one kind of goes by because there's a lot of stuff to do and uh, if you do a lot of stuff at night day two is kind of like there's not really anything to do and it's kind of boring yeah day two is kind of like the very very low point of the game yeah so that was kind of like uh, a negative for me but um i mean i liked all the i liked everything else pretty much where um, you have different options to, you know, to talk to people and you can say, there's a lot of different things you can say to them and there are different ways you can approach. Like, I like the, the, 
I mean, there's only one ending, but there's like a, a whole bunch of different ways to get to it, and I like the journey part of it. You know, I kind of like that kind of thing where it's like um, you can pick your journey, and it does. I guess it does kind of affect the ending, but you still find who who did it either way. I mean, like you said, like I don't know if this is pre-show, but you can um, not look at the body and still figure out uh, who did the murder. Like, you still get it out of everyone eventually. So, um, I definitely like that aspect of, like, your choice does matter, like, on story and stuff. And whatever you do, like, the characters do comment on it as well, basically. You know, so whatever choice you pick. Um, it's not, like, a static choice. So it does affect uh, the NPCs as well. I hate when you, like, make a choice and, like, it doesn't change the characters at all. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, this one definitely focuses on that a lot. So I definitely like that. Um, but yeah, that's basically my likes and dislikes. Alright, I'll go next. Um, my dislikes, I was going to dislikes first. Dislike, I didn't like how towards the end, you said there was others, Nick, where you had to have like certain stats up to progress a story part, like the shivers at the end. Which you, No matter what, you have to either, from what I'm saying, climb the fucking ladder or go in the tunnel. Yeah, I was like, I don't understand why that became a thing. You said there was others? Uh, yeah, there's, so there's one other where... That's the only time I encountered it. Well, you can't get to that point unless you um, have the Hardy Boys as suspects. And you can't have the Hardy Boys as suspects if you haven't either identified, like, uh, mess with the body. Or uh, if you're not trying to do a playthrough, you don't mess with the body. You have to have a high enough visual calculus to see the footprints on the ground near the body. Because then you say, oh, there's like eight or nine pairs of footprints, and then you meet the Hardy Boys, and like, oh, look, there's eight or nine people here. Huh. And you put two right. together. But if you haven't seen the footprints, then you're like, oh, I'm missing something. I gotta go figure out what I'm missing. And it's like, fuck, I can't keep, I can't, I can't keep playing the game until I have this thing done. So, But most people like, will look at the body the first time, so I think yeah. it's kind of a... Uh, most people don't ever experience the that part. Because you're gonna... Obviously, you're gonna look at the body, because that's the game. You know, like, I gotta get the body down. Yeah, like you walk down the stairs, first thing, or even we've, you walk out your door, and the first thing the chick pretty much is like, "Yeah, you're trying to, figure, you haven't figured out that body yet, huh?" And you're like, "What body?" And then everybody, every conversation you have with everybody is like, "You to get the body off the tree yet? Is the body still there?" Yeah. So like they kind of hammer home in that you need to go fuck with the body, but uh, I've never had. That, there any other walls like it almost reminds me of Xenoblade 2 where it's like you have these abilities that you can use to like unlock things throughout the game and then you're like three quarters of the way through all of a sudden you need to like use this flame one which a lot of people don't even have so it's like you have to like, it's like why like why the fuck do you why all of a sudden do you put a wall <laughs> when it hasn't been a wall anywhere for the whole fucking game like to me that was very fucking annoying I mean it took me ten fucking minutes of reloading reloading to try this fucking thing over and over again I just I don't understand why well you would need that once it's a stat all the way up I think that one of the shivers is only uh, an issue. Also, if you don't play, if you're not playing the game, so it's kind of like uh, reward you for playing the game. If you do all the side quests, like those, all bring that roll way down, so it's not that much of a re-roll that you have to wor worry about. Right, but I feel like that's kind of like okay. Well, I can just fucking load and I'm, I can just save and reload, and you know, it's not like you get know what I'm saying, like. Well, the, so there is an issue that people have gotten uh, like soft locked there because sh it, it requires shivers to do the check unless you've done all the quests, which it brings that it like pretty much brings it up to twelve automatically, and you pass 
or it's like 97 percent chance or whatever but then like climbing the ladder requires something else i think and then also opening the the thing on the 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 sewage drainage thing, whatever, under the port wall or the. Well, yeah, I had a very low percentage for that fucking sewage. I was never opening that motherfucker. So like they it's were like a one. Text. If you haven't maxed out the your points there or whatever, like you don't have enough points for that, or or you, you did that and you don't have any more room to like somehow give yourself more uh, like another opportunity to, to try the check again, and you haven't saved, then you're soft lock. Yeah. Because you have to open it. You there's no other way around it. You either have to open the thing uh, underneath, or you have to climb the ladder. And if you they haven't, they haven't like patched that out. I feel like that's fucking stupid. They should. I feel like they decided it would be such a low chance of ever happening that okay. people should have saves before that point somehow. Like you have to almost like never only ever save on one save slot, which is almost impossible because like this game auto saves and it's auto saves yeah. three different auto saves slots. Yeah. So you should be able to go back somewhere. But like the only time only thing I could think it would would the only way it would happen would be if you leveled up those uh the stats that are required for those two checks immediately. Like if those are the first things you maxed out, you never gave uh any more like you never have any thoughts that would increase the cap for them. You never took any drugs that would, or like you used all the drugs or whatever that would increase the cap for them, or like however it is. Like you have no, like you literally exhausted all resources involving those two checks, and there's no way to open, like to refresh the right check. Because for that, I guess, did you touch on that? Like refreshing a white check? How you do that? Oh, yeah, we didn't talk, talk about that. So, like, uh, to refresh a white check, you either level up that stat again, or um, you re like you you do something in the world that uh, modifies the the check giver some way. Usually, it's with people. Like, you learn some new information about. Oh, is that how you do it? I just assumed just doing anything, just anything, was going to eventually just let you get another shot at it. Yeah, it's it's, it's tied to specific things. Yeah, it's either you you level up a stat or you have like it's only certain NPCs you can do this with like you learn new information, uh, and they're like oh you can like if you check your stupid thing the the check block will be gone and you can talk to them, you talk to them again and like they mention that you have this new information, or whatever and so the check's open like your one of your personality traits is like oh yeah we learned, so and so likes cheese, and you're like oh yeah so let's try this check again. Also, there's a thought cabinet where. Um, so you're talking about that soft lock. There is an, another option too, where um, there's a thought cabinet where it opens all the soft locks up again. So there is that's only one time, huh? That's only one time though. If you fail again, you're fucked. Well, yeah, but then if you fail the first, well, time, I guess you could save. Yeah, you should be smart enough to be like, oh, I probably should save now. So if you're that stupid, then you're, you're. I guess it's your own dumb fault. Well, it's also like. They don't tell you which one, which one of the thoughts will refresh that. So if you don't have that thought either, you right? Kind of I mean, if you, yeah, you'll have to use a guide for that part. But yeah. Um. So did you finish your likes, dislikes, Travis? Yeah, I'll just do my dislikes. Um, that's probably really the only dislike I have for actual gameplay. Other than I feel like some of the load times were pretty fucking awful, but they um, were on PS Five. Whoop whoop. Well, they were all on PS Four, and so fuck. That probably gonna be on Switch too. Oh yeah, Switch. They're be they be terrible on Switch. I mean, it's a it's the game is made for PC. It's obvious that's what it's made for. But I'm actually surprised. I, uh, my for my. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you're good. Uh, for my likes, I would say I am very 
happy with the way it played being a PC style game with the controller. I thought everything worked pretty good. Um, I really liked how you could pretty much play however you wanted to play. It really felt like a lot of games don't really feel like that. Like, something like Mass Effect, okay, you're either going one route or the other, but overall, the game doesn't really feel like really role playing. Like, I feel like this game really felt like whoever you wanted to be was exactly who you could be. You could be stupid, you could be serious, you could be whatever. So, I mean, I thought that was cool. And... They did a really good job of, like, disguising the illusion of choice because it's still there. Like, you are, you have to make certain decisions or whatever, like, yeah. progress the game, obviously. Like, it can't be, there's no, it's impossible for a game to be truly freeform. Like, I don't think that will ever happen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's way, it's way, way, way too hard. That's why I don't really get the Mass Effect 3 hate, which I get to a point. But, like, what did the people really fucking think that... I guess, I guess they kind of told you that it was, but... Mass Effect 3, hey, I think, is that um, there's so many things you do, and then... Uh, a lot of people were butthurt because they're like, oh, everything that I'm... Like, everything I decided over these last three games didn't really amount to shit because there's only, like, two or three endings. Well, yeah, what the fuck do you think there was going to be, like, 100 endings for every person who played the fucking game? I don't think it's more the ending. I think it's more, like, uh, they don't really touch on all the things you... you All the side quests you did and all the th- choices you made... To change your character, it's still the same character. What games really do, especially at that point? I guess they promised almost things, but anyways, yeah. Oh no! In a way, it's like real life. Like you can go out, like, like, uh, like in your free time, you can do all kinds of shit, but you still have to show up to work and right. do your job. Like so, that that's how I kind of looked at it. Like getting to the Citadel thing at the end, or whatever the fuck the thing was called, like. You fucked around doing your free time. Now you're at your job and you're trying to save the world. You got to do your job. So like, right. it doesn't matter if you're butt buddies with fucking Garrus. It doesn't matter if you like you annihilated a whole fucking colony or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like when you're at work, <laughs> you got to do right. your job. So uh, unfortunately, it, some people have a shitty job. Like they work at the fucking uh, cashier at a grocery store, and that's what they do for thirty years. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to put down people that do that. Like. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate your service, or whatever. Like, I'm sorry you have to work that job and get shitty pay. Uh, you deserve more money, but like, it's like going to the stupid fucking Citadel thing. Like, the, this is the ending that the, the fucking developers wrote. You have three options. You got to pick one. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying it was a amazing ending in any respect. It's like okay, you kill everything. You you, see, you fuse with things, or like. You have harmony between everybody. Like, okay, it's kind of like it was, the wait, ending sucked. I think that's more what it was. It's like the ending wasn't yeah. wasn't satisfying. If it was a sad, if it was a more satisfying ending, and all of them weren't the same ending, just different colors, <laughs> then I think. I, mean, I liked my ending. I got the damn. Well, all the humans died in mine. Everybody on Earth died. I mean, you liked that? Yeah, I felt like yeah. We we were the ones that kind of. I feel like we're the kind of. Part of the reasons it's fucked up, so us going out and taking care of it and dying was fine with me. Well, in the lore, like, the humans are the last ones to join space or whatever, and we, like, come into, like, we get attacked by the Turians or whatever, and then, like, all kinds of shit happen. And we're, like, the only ones that are, like, trying to fix the problem. Everybody else is jerking each other off, being like, there's no problem. Nothing's wrong in Boston, say. And it's like, okay, 
like but yeah but the reapers and shit are coming and so humans save the fucking galaxy the universe or whatever and then you're just like okay. yeah i killed all the humans like what the fuck man yeah. but yeah but we're the best so that's fine like we can go down and blaze of glory i'm fine with that i'm i don't mind bitters i don't mind bittersweet endings myself but yeah anyways i guess this is not mass effect 3 review no. so <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I liked how you could kind of like, to me, I can't think of another game that nails it as much as this, where you can just kind of just fuck around. And the shit you can say is so off the wall, like, it's, it can go so far extreme to the other, like, you could play a very serious, depressed cop, or you could just be this super cop who, like, parties and does not give a fuck and says stupid shit, like, riding the cock carousel, and... So, yeah. Even though this is not my kind of game, like, I can respect the work that went into it. A lot of the other shit, like the thought bubbles and all that, I, like, that's it. I'm not fucking on to get into all that shit. Like, if it's not really hurting my actual playthrough so much, I don't feel the need to do all that. So, while it's there, and I didn't give a fuck about it, like, it's cool that there's extra shit there. So, this would be a little bit more, uh, I guess, uh, divisive or whatever, but I don't think y'all were talking about gameplay, essentially. Y'all were talking about storyline stuff in gameplay. So, that's why my rating was lower, because for me, the gameplay was you walk around and you click on shit. That's fair. To me, all the stuff that comes after that, like getting the different dialogue options and uh, like how it influences the story, that's all storyline stuff to me, because that's like... But gameplay story affects, stuff. But gameplay affects story, so I feel... I feel like they're tied together. Uh, like I guess that in a way, but uh, like to me, the core of the game is like you walk around a map. It's a very small map, and you click on bubbles, and you click on things to have conversations with people, and like the whether or not you pass or fail a side quest is determined by what your uh, op- like your stats are and your option, like what op- the option, you- the choice you made in the dialogue option, like. So for me, like the gameplay is kind of boring. Like I like games where you get to do things. Like I like I really like storyline, and I'll get into that later. I think, uh, like I think the story is great in this. But for me, playing the game, um, which was like I'm gonna go with you on that. Does this like you mentioned about day two being shitty? But that's only because day one, uh, they kind of give you too much freedom. I think they. That yeah. you have access to everything and there's a part of your brain that's like i have to do everything right i have to do everything or i'm going to miss out on something and right. then you don't realize until your second playthrough because you've already done it that you don't have to do everything on day one you can do everything else on day two like half of day one half well of you day also two. don't know that it's going to open up more than three so you're thinking like am i seriously gonna be stuck on the same little fucking block for three more four more days like because i didn't know it was up. i didn't know it was up. i was like god damn like i've how the fuck are they gonna make this game so much better? And like, cause when you, I didn't know. Like, I'm maybe maybe y'all know, but I didn't know you're gonna go to the coast and uh, talk to more people and more things open up. I thought it was gonna be this little town. Yeah, no, I didn't know any of that either. God, this is fucking. <laughs> this is not gonna be good. Well, yeah, like my first day, like when you're having the conversation with Kim on the balcony, and he's like, "Yeah, we didn't get to do this, and we should have done that." And I'm like, "Dude, man, I tried." I'm like, "There's so much to do." Like I, yeah. I was trying to do everything, so I thought like I fucked up because I didn't do everything the first day, and it's like day two, it's day one again, but it's now it's day two. I'm like, oh fuck. I finished up twenty percent shit you didn't do. Right. So yeah, like I think I finished everything I wanted to do at like twelve o'clock, and like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck do I do now? Holy shit. Yeah. Well, this uh, so 
I didn't know anything about this game, so I didn't even know there wasn't combat. Uh, I guess because I didn't know anything about the game, so I, I mentioned in the other chat, I was like, yeah, I'm like an hour and a half in, but I ain't got into the first fight yet. <laughs> and, <laughs> and dude was like, you didn't realize there's no combat in that game, right? I was like, uh, no. I guess I, I, guess well, I know that's, now. That's technically not right. There's one, there's one part of the game where you have combat, kind of. Yeah, uh, that's the best part of the game, probably. It was. I did like that. I wish there would have been more uh, like conflicts that you could uh, more tension. More there's a lot of tension there. I like yeah, that. A lot of the game was just kind of like meandering around, being like, "Yeah, I'm a recovering alcoholic," or I, I never consumed yeah. drugs or alcohol, or like I, I never did anything bad in my playthroughs. I don't know if he's like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking drunk," or if you do like drink alcohol. I don't know how that works, <laughs> but like. So, like, I've been walking around like, yeah, I'm a recovering alcoholic. You got me. Uh, yeah, sorry for being a piece of shit the last three days. And I'm like, man, <laughs> what a shithead. So, yeah, you did say anything stupid. Because, like, when you <laughs> when you go search the car and you're, like, talking about it, he's like, yeah, this costs all this money. Like, why'd you do it kind of thing? And you're like, oh, I'm, te <laughs> I'm Tequila Sunset <laughs> or something. <laughs> So when you, when you look at your the, the your own wreck. Yeah, I'll just say the dumbest shit to him, and he's like, "What the fuck?" I think like, "What the fuck is wrong with this dude?" No, I fucked that up because like it was like the start of the day on day three or whatever, and I saw the wreck, and I'm like, "Let me interact with that." And uh, they're like, "You want to wait for the water to recede? It won't take that long." They're like, "Sure." So I went from like eight in the morning down to like four in the afternoon. I'm like, I just wasted my entire fucking day sitting on these swing set. Watching the water <laughs> that go sucks. Like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I don't need to save scum this. I'm fine. Um, Damn. So, yeah, so, like, there's, like, I uh, appreciate, like, all the different choices you they give you and stuff, um, but nothing felt meaningful, like, in the same way uh, to an extent, like, in regards to, like, how the game was playing. Like, because, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I, like, yeah, I get what you're changes. saying. Like, you just, like, walk around and you're like, oh, a new person to talk to you. Cool. Let me listen to their story. And you just talk to them, and I'm like, okay, I, like at some point. I Is it mid? Okay, so I wouldn't know this because I don't play D and D. But like when you're playing D D game, like and the DM is re like reading the thing, it's like is the overall like story that he's going through going to kind of be the same, but just the way you guys played is different. Uh, are you talking about like actual live action D and D? About like tabletop shit. Like you played it with Brent and uh, Glenn, so like. So the, the magic, quote-unquote, of D&D &D is that um, they have what are called, uh, I think they're called adventures, and they're just pre-written things that somebody wrote if you're not a good, if you don't have a good imagination, and you can just take this, uh, like, adventure thing. Uh, I think they're called modules. I can't remember exactly what they're called, but essentially they're, like, 10, 12 pages or something, depending on the size of the adventure, and they give you, like, a summary of, like, what's going on with the world, uh, like, who, like, major characters are. Like where the, it might be located in some world, like what the town looks like, uh, and then it's like a general course, like a guide of like, hey, your character should be doing this, and then once they do this, they'll discover this, and then then once they discover this, they can go here, and blah 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 blah. But it's up to you as a DM to like fill the world out with whatever you want to do. Like you can, the part of D and D that's quote unquote magical, that why people like it, is because it's not restricted by anything. So if you want to have like, like. Uh, and there's also it's also a reason why a lot of people don't like playing with a lot of other people that play D D because you have like two groups essentially like you have your normal regular humans that are people, then you've got your uh, basement dwelling 
loser fucking dweeb asshole. They, they hang out at the nerd shelters and shit. And they like they have no concept of like social interaction. So like when they have uh, people play, either playing a girl character or actually actual girls playing the game, they love to do this thing where like they go to a bar and they're like, uh, I'm gonna. They ask the DM shit like, hey, uh, I'm gonna roofie Jessica's drink. I'm gonna roll a, a slide of hand or whatever, and the guy's like, okay. And you, if they pass it, they're like, ha, sweet. And then they, the girl drinks it unknowingly, and she passes out. And the character, people are like, yeah, so I take her upstairs and I rape her. And like they act like this is normal things to do with people, like in actual like. Well, if you're playing, out. if you're playing Lost Odyssey, it kind of is normal, but. That's true. That's true. But it's like, <laughs> it depends. D&D depends on who you're playing with. Because if you're playing with normal people like Brent and, and us, we just had like. An adventure. Normal people. Uh, yeah, like Brent made up a world. He made up some things that were happening, and we kind of like just did the shit, and then uh, like that's it. So, uh, when you look at like an adventure game, it's pretty much a D D session. It's well, it's like one of those models. So anytime it, you can look at any guess RPG like that as well. Like it's some guy's D D adventure that he made up, and you have but you have like pre made characters, and you're going through the world. And you're learning the plot that the guy made up. It's essentially what it is. Sure. I feel like they're really going for the heavy on the D and D, right? Isn't that like? Uh, yeah, because this is, uh, as Kevin said, like you make dice rolls for everything here, and you have to pass a, a check. So, like the way it works in D and D is like you have like skill checks could be like difficulty five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, and they generally. Uh, the tiers are like if it's a, a skill check of five, it's something that's really easy. Like everybody should be able to do this normally, uh, unless you're like you're incapacitated in some way, like your arm's broken, you can't like stir a pot or some shit. Obviously, so you can have trouble doing that. But like a a check of twenty five is almost impossible, like superhuman. Um, so in this game, like you have like random checks. I think they're like four, eight, twelve usually are the checks you have to pass and then like they have like numbers in between like sometimes it's a check of six or sometimes it's like a check of 20 and those are the impossible ones you have to have a total score of uh i guess we didn't really talk about how it's tabulated like with your stats so like if you have like five points into um authority for example and you're wearing like some armor that gives you plus two authority and then you like uh are wearing a pair of shoes that give you plus one you have like eight authority total and you need a like your, your check's like 20 for some reason you'd have to roll a 12 to pass like there's no other way because 8 plus 12 is 20 but if it's checks only 10 you only have to roll like a 2 to pass so the the chance of you passing is way 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 higher um so the percentage they give you is like the percentage of you rolling that number you need to pass gotcha. or whatever <laughs> so yes it's essentially a D, &D system um well, like, so there's all kinds, of, I'll, I'll shut up about it in a second, but like, there's, it's not just D&D, &D, like, they have all kinds of systems that they use, that, keep, that use different rules and different ways to use the dice, but D&D &D is the most popular one. Gotcha. <clears throat> Alright. Well, thanks uh, for that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Kuja says we need to hurry up, we got an hour and a half. Yeah, so, uh, likes, dislikes, like, I pretty much covered that, I think we all covered that, so we'll move on to uh, the first musical break. Uh, it's going to be the main theme, as is now uh, tradition. Uh, probably something Brent would have picked. Uh, I believe it is called Instrument of Surrender, so here you go.
Okay, so that was the first musical break. Um, the song's all right, I would say. <laughs> uh, so storyline, everybody's favorite part of the stupid podcast. Uh, I'm going to make this really quick because we don't have a lot of time today. And honestly, uh, most of the story is uh, like player inflicted, I guess. Like, that's not the right word, but you know, you pretty much choose as much of the story as you want to be involved in. Uh, at least extraneously. So the main storyline is essentially uh, you wake up in this room and you have amnesia and you find out that it's your hotel room and you learn that you got shit-faced and you threatened to kill yourself and you just trashed your room and you got so fucked up from alcohol and drugs that you, you have given yourself amnesia and you don't remember anything about yourself. Um, so you spend most of the game, that's how you develop your character, you spend most of the game like having conversations with NPCs and uh, crafting the character. Like um, You can say stuff like, I'm a superstar cop, I'm here to like do coke and have a great time or some shit. And like your psyche can be like, are you sure that's a good idea? And you can be like, yeah, I'm a fuck superstar cop, that's definitely who I am. And you can use that to kind of craft your character. Um, and that will change as everybody mentioned before, like your interactions with everybody else, people will make references and recalls to things you've already done. Um, so the important part is none of that really affects the main plot of the game. Like the main plot of the game is you are, you've been there for three days to try to solve a murder investigation. And this is going to be full of spoilers, by the way, like you don't learn most of the shit to the very last 10 minutes of the game where your partners come up and they're like, Hey, did you forget we exist kind of thing or whatever? Even though they so show up on like what day three and they're sitting there. Yeah. And you're like, oh. and they don't, yeah. they don't help you or whatever. They're like, the, the reasoning they gave is stupid. They're like, you told us to leave. They're like, okay, obviously I forgot who you are <laughs> and you're back. Right. How about you not be, and one guy's dressed up as somebody else. Like what the fuck is wrong with these clowns? <laughs> like, no wonder why you don't, you told them to leave. Cause they all are fucking useless. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, fuck. I was like, this is, are this seriously the fucking ending? <laughs> it's like, all right. So yeah, so um, you originally, you arrived there with your unit. Like, uh, you're part of a special unit um, with like, your partner and then like somebody in training, uh, some girl. And you're all there to investigate this murder. Uh, are you, the, the character Harry is still reeling from his uh, separation from his wife. And he's got like mad Depression. PTSD shit, essentially. Like... He's super, yeah, he's like super depressed. I yeah, he's like super. Like I know he's fucking wacko. Like I know people have been depressed, but he's getting like trauma from like, like I feel like the difference between like being super sad that like your wife left and then like smelling her per, like her favorite perfume or something on the wind and then going into a straight on anxiety panic attack. Like I feel like <laughs> he got way too invested in this chick and he needed to see a therapist or something and he's like one of those like i'm i'm a man i'm 50 years old he's gonna do drugs and alcohol and <laughs> like, i'll deal with this myself yeah obviously it didn't work um so yeah like you pretty much have a history of pushing everybody away somehow despite you being a worthless fucking lump of flesh you managed to solve a lot of cases apparently yeah he's, um, he's gonna be a detective yeah like he's you he got something um some genesis about him that allows him uh to like actively like not fuck up while he's being a fuck up um and there's 
some characters make references to you to being a human can opener and that like you can talk to anybody and get them to actually like admit things somehow and people don't understand how you do that even though you say random shit like uh the end is coming the fucking earth is going to swallow us whole and people are like okay so anyway uh yeah this guy shot somebody you're like how the fuck does that happen uh but that's just one of the perks of being a protagonist i guess yep um so you learn that you're uh supposed to be solving this crime you sent your the people that are there to help you away Somehow, somebody from another precinct has shown up, and he's going to help you with the investigation. I don't remember exactly how that got, like how that happened. Yeah, how does that happen? happen? Well, they explained it in game. Kim's like, yeah, they're doing some inner precinct conflict politics bullshit, where they're like, seeing who has the biggest dick, which one of us can solve the case first, kind of thing. But I'm like, at the end of the game, they're like, yeah, you already showed up with the whole squad. So why did they send Kim if you already showed up with the whole squad from your precinct? So that seemed like a weird, like plot hole maybe i'm not sure like why that happened and they don't really explain exactly why like kim got sent they're just like yeah i got sent because they wanted us to have a competition or whatever i was thinking for a while kim was sent there because they knew you were fucking dumb shit and that he seemed like he had his shit together it was like okay well this guy keep him under control but i guess that really wasn't the case I guess it's possible, like, they lied at the end of the game. Like, when you got, you dismissed your squad and they called this other precinct, they're like, hey, can you send somebody here to actually solve the crime? Because we can't do it. Our boss told right. he's fucking manic. <laughs> kind yeah. of shit. So we need you, we need an actual cop there, thanks. I mean, I guess it's possible. They don't really tell you, though. Um, so yeah, like, you fuck around for two days and you like you can investigate the body or not uh you can like interview people that are involved with the the shipping company the dock workers um and then like, you learn that there's a conflict between the dock workers and like the temps or something like people that want to actually work and like then right to been, work they've also been infiltrated by these like mercenaries that were hired by uh like the company like a company that's trying to get their shit like the like their product whatever off the dock um and joyce is behind all that and she's this old lady at the boat and she kind of like tells you to do things against uh everett where the fuck his name is claire i think union like, leader yeah yeah the union leader at the docks and essentially all this is bullshit like you don't really have to do any of this if you don't want to um except you have to talk to the hardy boys on i think it's day two they show up yeah, and you have yeah. to uh, interview them and learn that they were involved with the hanging of the body somehow, and then you learn that uh, the girl that you talked to first thing in the morning when you woke up was potentially a rape victim, but she's not actually a rape victim. She just had a re relationship with the guy that got killed, and um, she asks the Hardy girl, who's not a Hardy boy, but involved with the Hardy boys. And she does a lot of shipping of drugs. Yeah, she's a drug runner. Um, and she's, the only reason she has free time is because the the gate's closed for the docks and all the lorry drivers are stuck there. So she's like, okay, I'll just fucking hang out with the Hardy Boys, I guess. Um, I, but I think she's been associated with them before, but whatever whatever she's doing, she gets involved and she helps. She make, she's the one with the master plan to hang the body up and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, she doesn't want to get caught by the police because you guys show up like the day after they hang the body up and she's like oh shit i'm gonna get fucking arrested so she bails 
Um, and you like talk to the Hardy Boys, and they tell you uh, after some convincing, Titus Hardy's like, "Oh yeah, she's probably at the coast." So, day three, you finally are able to access the coast. Well, hold, hold on, like, I back up here for a second. What was their reasoning for saying that they did this? Is because they didn't think that you'd arrest all of them? Yeah, there's some legal precedent in the game world where if you split the blame between everybody, like something happens and you end up like the the repercussions happen to the group or something like that. And like you have to prove that every single one of the group members were involved specifically or something. It's like some weird thing where like you're safer with the more people involved in the crime than if you were to be by yourself. Okay, so I didn't know that. I figured that they, they just figured that you weren't ballsy enough to arrest all of them, but because I tried to arrest Titus and that uh, well, kill that, and so die. That, so. so the gardener, who's actually the black chick who ends up, you find out, you, or you can find out that she's a, a lawyer for the union. Yeah. Uh, the whole time you're talking to Titus, she's like saying, don't say shit. Don't, right. uh, don't incriminate yourself. Remember that you're a group or whatever. So like there's... If you talk to her first, she's like, yeah, you can't touch anybody here because it's the group thing or whatever. And I think Kim mentioned something about it. Yeah, maybe they do. I mean, there's so much dialogue. I fucking skimmed ever. Yeah. Probably some of this. yeah, so. Yeah, I'm with you. I, like, I read, I, I, like, spit read a lot of it, but a lot of it yeah. was like, okay, I don't, I don't really need to know this information, so I'm just going to keep going. Right. Um, so yeah, it's like you eventually find out where Ruby went, and you follow her to the village, and then you talk to this old lady. And she rents out a room to you for free, and you can learn that Ruby was staying there too. Um, and you can find a bullet in there, optional, if you have, I guess, the, the stats for it. Well, you, you, can can find, use... you can find out that the he wasn't hung uh, yourself if you do autopsy on the body. You can find the bullet in his head. So that kind of... Yeah, I did that. Well, I meant, like, so there's a separate bullet that you can use to, uh, like, further help you find Ruby because you know that she was there and she stashed a bullet in the the house she's staying in or whatever. Yeah. Like that's not tied to the murder. But yeah, you can find out that somebody else that he didn't he die from hanging if you pass the skill checks. Which you can use to help you with the Titus Hardy and Claudia portion of the game. Which takes a long time. Like comparatively to everything else, like I feel like you're there for like if you actually read stuff, you're there for a couple hours, like doing this interviews back and forth, back and forth, and it's not yeah. just like okay, you talk to him and you're done. Like you talk to him, then you gotta go that, talk to Kasia. Then you gotta go. That part was him. dragging for me. I was like, God damn it! Like, can I just fucking get the information I need? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like real life. Yeah. <laughs> Where they give, everybody gives you the runaround, so you are the yeah. so you have to add that part to the game. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you get to the fishing village, and eventually, like, you, you either do a bunch of side quests or not, and then you, you find this mural thing on the wall, and you, uh, have a deduction that she's in this building. And so you go in the building, and you find Ruby, and she's got this pale emitter thing, which you can get more information about, but essentially the pale is, like, this negative space in the world where, like, you your brain gets fucked up or something like you die you die almost instantly once you're exposed to this thing or something like that and they have to use like you guys die from it i think everybody dies from it like or like like the did you die from it the first time because when i was like trying to yeah. no so the first time i i destroyed the device and then i could not talk her down and she blew her head off and then so i reloaded that and I destroyed the voice and I talked her down and she just left. And then my second playthrough, I just said, fuck it, you can leave. And I didn't bother destroying the thing and she turns it off once she runs away far enough. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, I 
I died from the damn machine because I couldn't. I failed to blow it up, and then I ran out of healing items trying to talk her through shit. And then the second time, I she blew her brains out. And I was like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. So. <laughs> you never see her again, whether whether or not she kills yeah. herself. So it doesn't matter too much. Um. So according to the wiki, the pale is uh like the the world of Elysium is is not a single landmass, but consists of vast continents of matter. Surrounded by separative tissue, which is the pale. Um, and it says it covers basically. It's like the water of the world, but it, but it's not water. It's like more like a fog you can drive through. That's what all these like uh, lorry drivers do. They drive through the pale and all that kind of stuff. And it affects like probability and affects like, um, I don't know. It kind of makes it's like a negative thing, right? Well, that's what I thought. Like they don't. I know they talk about it in some of the lore. Like when you're playing the game, like they explain some of the stuff. But I got the the sense that it was like not. It wasn't there all the. For, like it's not always been there. Like it just it came somehow. Like the world's like being destroyed by something. Um, and that's what the whole side quest is in the church with that and the silent space thing. That's part of the pale coming there. Yeah. Somehow. So like it's. I got the sense that it was like an unnatural, or I guess I guess it's a natural phenomenon that nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Like, but some, but it's possible something that the human like humans did to the planet mm-hmm. to like destroy it somehow, and it's just like the consequences of that. Like, I thought it was like a an overarching like a political commentary about like pollution or something or like global warming. Like, the humans did something to the planet, and it's getting fucked up and it's ruining life. And this is like post-apocalypse life for people. So... Like, you have some shit. So it's saying that uh, the pale is something whose fundamental property is the is the suspension of properties physical. Uh, some word I can't say in linguistic. The further into the pale you travel, the steeper of the degree of suspension, right down to the mathematical numbers stop working. So I guess the deeper you go in, the more things like basically uh, everything that you know works doesn't work makes sense so well, that's cool yeah it's a kind of interesting concept it's like an unraveling of the world itself right um yeah that would have been a more interesting plot arc i think if they had talk, touched on that more i think uh, that you can but... get into it more if you talk to like uh, there's two people you can talk to like that one crazy like truck driver lady does make sense i think she goes into it and then Joyce will kind of explain it too if you, you can get her talking about it, but it takes a lot of checks to get to. Well, yeah, but like you just learn about it, you don't actually interact with it. I feel like it'd be uh, cool to interact with something like that. Well, like, that you, one ending, you kinda... you, they take you away because you interact with it, right? Well, yeah. Well, like the silence thing in the church, you you discover that's there, and you're able to communicate with the whoever the fuck they are. I can't remember what they are, but they're like the overlords <laughs> of the world somehow. Like this fucking government group or something that's like monitoring the world somehow in their planes or some shit. And you can you can, you contact them through the pale with a radio emitter thing, and they come get you. And that's the that's the ending. It's like okay. <clears throat> yeah, if too much exposure, you go crazy basically. But you can like build up your tolerance, and you can get up to twenty-two day, days of pale travel. Um, so over radiation, you get flashbacks, living out past memories from lives that may or may not be theirs. 
So it's kind That's of what a, that pale lady does. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I would assume. Anyways, I would assume Harry had some exposure previously because he gets a lot of like pretty trippy, intense flashbacks. Yeah. To like at least his ex-wife. Um. Yeah, so fishing village, you find Ruby, you interact with her, and then you're like, okay, cool, so she wasn't actually the murderer. Great. What the fuck do we do now? Let's go back to town. And then you go back to town, and all the mercenaries are up in arms about how the murder hasn't been solved yet, nobody's been arrested or whatever, so well, like, we're they, just going to kill the whole town. They he they hear that the Tardy Boys killed them, because like, they tell you that. So then basically they focus on the Hardy Boys. About the killers, yeah, uh, or the well, mercenaries, the, or the mercenaries. But it wasn't really them in for, that killed them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, they were going on saying they did it, so. Right. Oh yeah, they kind of dug their own grave there. Yeah. So like you can, uh, depending on your choices you make, you can either save like half of them or you can get them all killed. Uh, which I thought was funny. Uh, uh, I think a lot of mine. A lot of mine. Only two of mine lived. I think. Um, yeah. You can I think up. there's two people that always live, or something like that. But like you can. Well, one one guy runs away. If you well, he can if you make a dialogue choice for that. You don't have to make that dialogue choice. Missed both my fucking shots. So. <laughs> yeah. And, I threw, and then I threw my gun at the fucking dude. <laughs> and he's just like, "What oh, the fuck." Shit. Oh man, yeah, because that's a. It's like the one part in the game where like it's like eight or nine. It feels like it's not that many, but it feels like there's like eight or nine red checks in a row, and you're like, oh, yeah. Shit. So yeah, I'm like, I don't want. I thought Kim was gonna die. I'm like, yeah, I don't want this fucking dude to die because <laughs> he likes. I think he takes a shot at somebody to save me. I think that's how it goes down, right? Uh, yeah. So um, depending on whether or not you are successfully able to kill uh, the lead mercenary guy. Um, he will shoot and kill Titus and Liz, the um, the lawyer chick, I think. Yeah. Kim will shoot uh, sniper dude. The guy in the f somehow he'll make like a amazing shot and shoot him through his eye slit. Um, and then either the the if you shot the lead mercenary guy, then the girl will come over and try to shoot um Kim in the back after you are on the ground about to die from your shot from the lead mercenary guy. Or the lead mercenary guy will come over and shoot Kim. Uh, and it, 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 at that point, you black out, and then you kind of wake up. And if Kim got shot, because uh, you can warn Kim, or you could just pass out. And if Kim likes you, and I think you have a good authority or something, you can be like, Kim, look out before you pass out, and you can save his life. Yeah, otherwise, that's what I did. Um, yeah, otherwise, he gets shot. And either I guess depending on, according to Kevin, how much he likes you, he either dies or he goes to the hospital. Um, so if he lives, then you spend the last day kind of reviewing your notes. It could be with Kuno, um, right? Yeah, it could be him or Kuno, which is a little uh, fucking rat bastard. Or you can just tell Kuno to fuck off is what I did, so I can walk around with nobody. Oh, okay. I, I'm not listening to that motherfucker's mouth. Well, look at that. So either you can have Kuno, you can have Kim, or you can be by yourself. I didn't know that. Um, uh. Yep, so like, uh, I think, I don't know... Uh, if you just automatically go to the island, I always was just, I always found the clues from Clausier or whatever that she set up before she leaves because they never arrested her. That they set up a, she like puts the bullet hole trajectory in the window 
They got yeah, 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 yeah. They get destroyed. So I don't know what happens if you arrest her, because I never did that. Uh, but eventually you go to this island, which is the only place you haven't checked yet. And you find this deserter communist guy who confesses to killing not only that mercenary dude, but potentially many other people, depending on how you, uh, you get him to talk. Uh, like, some, he like yeah, I would just sometimes randomly shoot people for the hell of it. Or sometimes uh, he got contracted by the union boss guys to kill the old. He's like, uh, he's like working for the brother, right? brother of he the... did one job for them he killed the old uh union boss rep or something it was a woman she was on her way home and he shot her and she fell in the lake the river or whatever uh dude, that dude has so much that dude talked so fucking long i was like i, I don't even yeah. i can't i can't take it all in i just can't um you also i don't know if i want to spoil this for people to play the game because it's kind of like a, a surprise thing so i'll just say there's also something else that happens yeah it happened for me I mean, it happens for everybody, I think, but, like, it's not expected. Because, like, they played off the whole game. Like, yeah. nah, that ain't gonna happen. So, it's a nice little surprise at the end. It was kind of cool. Uh, I don't... Does it happen for everybody? Because somebody in the chat asked me if I was able to get it to happen. I think... I'm pretty sure it happens for everybody. But whether or not you can actually interact with it depends on if you did some... The, the side yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, I interacted with it. Because like, I, I did do that quest. Yeah, if you don't do the side quest, you walk up to it and it runs away immediately. And if you have Kim, you can take a picture of it. I didn't, I didn't have Kim, so I ain't getting a picture of it. There's a little bit of spoilers it, there, but... Does that picture help you make you think you're not crazy when you try to explain this to somebody else afterwards? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like... Yeah, I, I just look like a fucking idiot. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. Um, so yeah, this thing happens, um, and then you arrest the deserted guy, and you uh, you pretty much find out he's like brain dead essentially at this point uh, due to something. A lot of things happening, like he's really old, and something that the thing we we glossed over happened. So you leave him there on the island, and you go back to the fishing village, and your whole squad shows up, and then um, they start like interrogating you about like did you solve the murder yet? Blah blah blah, and that's essentially the end of the game. It's a, I don't remember, does it, did they arrest the dude, or no? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Okay, uh, I kind of forgot. Oh, yeah, your whole conversation at the end, uh, you can either, I, th I think, you can either prove that you're not a piece of shit cop anymore, or you can prove that you are still a piece of shit, and you might not get your job back. I don't know how that works. I'm, uh, I was a piece of shit cop that did not get my job back. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's what happened with me. I wonder if it's because you didn't have anybody to defend you. Because, like, Kim and Kuna will defend you. If yeah, no, I had nobody to defend me, and I was just springing up that one part we bring up, and they're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, this dude's lost his fucking mind. Damn. That's kind of awesome. I wish I had done that. It'd be cool to see. Uh, uh, but like, uh, God, that's what the ending for me was like. It kind of fit my... Uh, character playing stupid the whole time but i guess if you weren't trying to play stupid the whole time it would be a kind of very depressing ending because like goddamn the, the one thing that you're actually good at you can no longer do anymore yeah i felt like accomplished at the end because i i did talk crazy to some people but only the people that were already crazy like the bookstore lady like i fed i fed her for fed into her delusions so hard she's like oh yeah there's this curse i'm like oh yeah yeah, there's bad energies here. I'm a I'm a curse cop guy. I 
I heard the voices calling me here to fix this problem. She's like, oh, really? <gasps> Thank God. I'm like, fuck. And Kim all the time rolling his eyes. I'm like, yeah, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had fascism, like, very high for my list. And then uh, liberal, too, I think. Yeah, sometimes the choices you make, like, I check my stats afterwards. I'm like, I didn't realize that was the fastest. fastest yeah. Oops. I didn't think I was being, like... Like a, like a really like a piece of sh like shit dirty cop. I was just being like kind of like stupid and like silly, but I guess that's guess what the they. End, you get the same results. Yeah, apparently. Did you guys like the ending with the with the dude and like all his rambling? Like, or because I mean I was just kind of like dumb. I played like the last four hour, five hours, and kind of like one time. Um, I'd say I felt a little disappointed in the ending, only because it was like a, almost like a Deus Ex Machina thing, where like you spent the whole game exploring the village and like talking to people, and then it's like actually it was me all along. Like, yeah, this me, this old fucking dude, barely hanging on, and he goes into like his whole backstory of like how like he was fucked over in the war fifty five yeah. years ago. I'm like, I don't give a like, I don't give a fuck. I want it to be somebody relevant to the story. Or like somebody that you knew, yeah, like somebody you knew already, and they're like, surprise, it was me. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, okay. But no, like, you get to this end, you get this old dude, and they drop like 45 minutes to an hour of just shit on you. Like, it's just like, like, okay, like I'm at the end of the game, and you're giving me this info dump? Why? I don't care. I just want to finish the game now. I fought, okay, I caught the killer. Let's go. I don't care about I feel like a lot. I feel like a lot of people like the ending, so I didn't know if it was just me being burnt out or because I was pretty disappointed overall uh, on that. Yeah. For me, like it felt like like playing an RPG and like you fight the end game boss and then like it's like actually I was the boss the whole time. Me, this universe devouring creature. This the fucking tree for Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought it would be better if Katcha hired him to kill it. Like, you know, Katcha was the actual killer the whole time. That I think would have been better, but yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree. Like that, him. I don't know. Someone that you didn't talk to the whole game is the killer. That's kind of annoying. Like, I mean, I guess I, I'm, I'm guessing they were just trying to block the drive that political message through was what he was trying to do or whatever about how he got fucked over and like all that shit. But I was like, I don't, I don't know. I guess I just didn't care enough and was kind of like annoyed by who it was to really like take it all in. My issue with the whole political plotline thing they kept giving you was that it doesn't have anything to do with you as the yeah. player. Like, you have no, uh, like, there's no driving force when you play in the game that will influence the political state of the world you're in or anything like that. Even though they keep talking about it, it's like, okay, I understand. We live in a shitty fucking world or whatever. I don't care anymore. It has no relevance to anything that I'm doing while I'm playing this game. Like, I, right, yeah. I, it's cool that you have all this information, but it's like, go into the, the store or something like that and like you get greeted by a customer service representative and they're like hey by the way um my employee plan includes all this stuff and i get these benefits and uh like i can spend four days a week working here and i get paid so much money and i'm like i'm just here to shop dude like what the fuck are you telling me this for i don't care like, yeah I just go in and shop i just want to get my groceries and get the fuck out like so yeah i wasn't playing the game for all that so uh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really take all that shit in, and it just didn't really. To me, it didn't really do shit for me. So, uh, yeah, so you you did like the ending, Kujo, or you 
time went down. Uh, I liked it. It probably would have been worse if that one thing didn't happen at the end. Um, that was kind of, I guess that kind of made it okay for me. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like super pumped about it. At the same well, time. I wasn't see. I wasn't sure if it was actually happening because I played the fucking stupid <laughs> fucking cop who was like whacked out, and I'm just like, maybe I really have, I really have lost my fucking mind. Yeah, that is different because you didn't have anybody with you. Because Kim and Kuno will comment on the thing that happens too, so you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah. But that yeah, is, I'm just like, like so. Is it is it real? Like I was thinking the whole time, like, is it real? Like when I'm telling the my my part my unit, it's real. Like, did it really happen, <laughs> or, or my dude was really just fucking psycho? Oh man, that's pretty awesome. The old dude's there, right? And he doesn't fucking say anything. Well, his at this point, his mind's just fucking been consumed by the thing. Right? Yeah, I guess that's, that's true. <laughs> so it's like because I think you can tell him that. Can you tell him that you it happened? And he's kind of like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I think you tell him that. He's been, like, possessed or whatever, and he's just like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. after the thing leaves, it's like his connection is gone from it, and so he's just a shell at that point. Yeah, yeah, because it was supporting him, keeping him, like, functioning. Yeah. All right. Well, um, well uh, everyone do likes and dislikes real quick? <clears throat> um, I did. For me, like, I, I like the... I like the game a lot, uh, but, like we were talking about earlier just drags in places um there's the writing's very very well done uh it's very interesting um you could probably put a shit ton load of time if you want to read everything in this game so if you love this world um it's very interesting so it's it's got a lot going for it and they can definitely make a ton of games in this world and it'd be an interesting like they at least made something that you can uh, keep coming back to it's not just like a one and done um but yeah just uh, some of the things drug so it wasn't like a perfect uh, experience for me like like i said day two was kind of boring they could uh they could have put a little bit more on rails in the first couple days if you're gonna be stuck there anyways so you can do things or you can't do things or you can speed it up at the end some, some points but <clears throat> um yeah i'm just gonna give it a four i, I liked it but uh there's some things that got boring or annoying for me. I don't go. I I mean, the writing is very good. I think it's one of the best writings I've ever seen in like a game. Really, for the overall quality of writing. Um, I do like that. I I like a lot of where the story goes, and uh, but dislikes for day two just being so boring, and then the ending kind of being somewhat of a letdown because it wasn't what I wanted it to be or it wasn't the shock that I thought it was going to be after all the fucking time put it into it. I'll give it a three and a half. Alright. Uh, I kind of agree with you guys. Like, uh, everything was written really well. A lot of the side quests, uh, like, they had a lot of variety to them. Um, it wasn't just, like, cop shit. It was just like, oh, wow. Uh, let's talk to these dudes playing some fucking game, and I can choose to throw the the game <laughs> piece into the fucking river if I want to and shit. Like that was fucking hilarious when you do that shit. Like, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Uh, uh, but that's also one of those things where like the game suffers because like I didn't intend to do that. Like the kids, the game like obscures what you're about to do almost. Like kind of in like a Fallout uh game or like or I guess like Mass Effect sometimes too. Like. You have, like, the different option choices, and you click one, and it, it says, like, uh, agree, but then, like, you go in, and you're like, you're a cunt. Like, whoa, I didn't... 
I didn't want to say that. Like, hold up, let me take a step back. So, like, for this one, they're like, yeah, just join the game. You're like, okay, and you pick up a ball. Like, they, the NPCs, like, just act normal. Like, they give you the ball, and then you chuck it in the, the river. It's like, oh, shit. Whoops. Um, yes. But I did like how all the, like, the little mini quests you could get, like, had a bunch of different, uh, like, nuances to them and depth. And you could get, like, drastically different results depending on your stats and uh, the, the choices you make in the dialogue. Um, the main mission, I thought, was decently well done. Um, I thought it was a bit weird that you could just leave the body hanging the entire time, really, if you wanted to. <laughs> like, seems like really bad police work, but I don't understand the Yeah, problem. I was kind of shocked by that, too, and I'm like, what the f- like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like- like, it, 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 it made me feel weird, like, I guess living in a world where the police force is such an oppressive presence that you're a cop and these people are just kind of like, yeah, go, okay. Yeah. Like, ooh, you're a cop. Whoop the fucking do. Like, I'm yeah, we didn't give a fine. Fuck you. Yeah, basically. Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. So it was odd, like playing a character where you're supposed to have authority, but it's been removed from you, um, and you have to like instill your own authority. So it was a, a unique experience. The whole game was very unique. I've never played anything like it before. Um, and so I will give the plot, the story section, like a four and a half. Um, like it wasn't super thrilled with the ending like you guys but i also like at that point i was just kind of like glad for it to be over at yeah. the same time so it is what did, it is did you guys want to touch on like any of the side quests or characters that you liked for we while we're on story uh the the main side quest i liked and is the the song choice i what i picked was what when you um turn the church into a nightclub and then you find out about the the little piece of the like the little two millimeter hole of pale and which is kind of causing all the problems in the whole town in the first place so what, that thing in the church yeah yeah oh i didn't know i mean i talked to that thing i think but i don't think i really i must not have done what you're supposed to do yeah so if you do everything you find out that the reason all the businesses fail and all the all the other things that happen in rivishall that like are bad or because this little like, so that's all that shit you were talking about earlier. Yeah, this little what? piece of pale or is in the church, and it's causing all the stuff to happen pretty much. Oh, uh, okay. No, I wasn't. But it all ties totally together, good. so that, like, all basically all the psycho not not all of them, but a lot of them kind of tie into it. So I thought that was kind of well done. So I really like that cyclist. Did you get to go on the date with the girl at the vill- at the seaside village? Like I was never has good enough stats. My first playthrough I couldn't because I didn't have enough high enough roll, but my second I did, and it was kind of inter- it was it was really interesting. It's not like anything happens, but she like <laughs> I think uh, the 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 thought that happens is like yeah, if you were sober, if you could sober up for two two years, then you can come back and have an actual date with this person <laughs> or something like that. Well, that's never gonna happen with my dude. So, um, um, I mean, I liked that same side quest. It was like my favorite one because it had actual, like, things that I was interested in, <laughs> like sciencey stuff or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's like a, another little mystery here. Let's figure this out. Cool. Whereas all the other side quests were mainly just like, talk to people. Hey, I need this item. Find the item and bring it back. Or like, hey, I need some information. Bring it back. Or whatever so uh, it's definitely more impactful because it was also like a, a full day side quest too like if you start it 
early, it, it takes a whole fucking day, it feels like, to actually get through it. Because of all the dialogue you have to do, and like the back and forth you have to do to get the thing from the ice cooler. Well, the good thing about the that side quest is you can do it at 2 a.m. and uh, everyone's still there, you know what I mean? Oh, nice. Okay. I just I just hated that fucking the the dude in the fucking little tent. I'm like I'm not come back talk to this fucktard ever again. Hardcore. Yeah, they're so fucking nervous to get my nerves. Did, did you guys like the like the drunk guys down there? Like, was they like working on a vehicle or something? Drunk guys. And, uh, the guy that tells you the guy that tells you tequila whatever on set. Shit, they're just drunks. Oh, okay, yeah, alright, man, I'm just kind of pitching the wrong, but yeah, like, <laughs> I like how they kept telling the one guy to shut the fuck up. Yeah. It, like, remind me of, uh, Big Lebowski, where, like, shut the fuck up, Donnie. I did, I'll tell you, I liked, I guess we didn't touch on this, but there's, like, 21 bad endings you can get, too. Um, I liked the one where you shoot the little girl. Which girl? Uh, Kuno's girlfriend. Oh, uh, yeah, I would have shot her in fucking Kuno, but good. You can shoot her? You can. So, uh, when you're taking the body down, you can shoot the body, you can shoot the strap, drop the body. Oh, you can miss the uh, shooter? No, you can just point the gun at her, because she keeps antagonizing you, and you can say, point the gun at the girl. And then, you do that, and she's like, yeah, shoot me, copper, shoot me, you faggot. And I'm like, I was like, okay. The roll was like a 50% chance or whatever. Whoa, 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 Nick, they, that's blurred out in the game, the F word. Oh, my bad. Uh... I would say it anyway because I can't play it out. But uh... <laughs> yeah, all the all the customers they have in there, but they blur out. Yeah, them. it's like come on, motherfuckers. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so like you shoot her, and it's like the you get at the ending, and the, it's a newspaper article thing popping up like crazy cop murders innocent uh, child, and I'm like, ah, oh, she wasn't innocent. She was a bitch. She killed. Uh, she killed another kid too. If you if you go into the what? Yeah, if you go deep dive into it. You find out the way she is is because she killed another kid, and that's why she's so na- nasty. Like if you if you get uh, in good of Kuno, he'll tell you the story. Why is Kuno such a piece of shit then? His dad's a piece of shit. His dad's an abuser and is a drug dealer. And you can, uh, you can find kill. that he died in his bed, pretty much. You can kill him. So if I be- if I become a drug dealer and abusive, my son will turn out that much of a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's- I don't want that for him. So Just stay straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, better keep moving. We got forty-five minutes left. Oh shit! Um, all right, music break too. Um, this is called "We Are Not Checkmated." I honestly have no idea where the fuck this plays in the game. I just, I think it sounds all right. Maybe I watched, I listened like the first twenty seconds because I was in a rush. I picked the same song, "Fuck Cujo," did, so I had to like at the last minute pick this one. So I hope it's good.
so that was We Are Not Checkmated. Um, I hope it was good, because I don't remember what it sounds like. I didn't listen to it either. Uh, visual <laughs> uh, section. Um, I guess I'll, I'll go first with this one. Uh, I, I kind of described it earlier as like an oil painting type thing. Um, and that is the portraits you get for NPCs are like this weird surrealist uh portrait half the time with some of the characters like just being nothing but like a, a weird like mix of blended colors that vaguely look human shaped and other characters look like actual people um and i read that this was uh done on purpose because everybody else sees people normally but harry's all fucked up and that's why he sees weird things happening to weird people like or whatever uh because he is also very sensitive to like whatever is going on in the world like the pale or something like the He's got this like untapped thing that is special to him, and he can kind of like connect things together. So uh, I guess he sees the real, the, like the reality of people, not like their surface level thing or something like that. But uh, I like the, like the portraits. Uh, I like the art style was pretty good. It's not like usual, like it's not like a pixel thing uh, that you would normally see, like an isometric thing or like actual like three D graphics kind of stuff uh it's like it looks like a, a painting almost you're walking around in so that was pretty cool um you have anything to add about visuals i thought they're, um, I thought they're okay uh, nothing like exciting um like i like the the art like if the paintings part of it you know that was pretty cool but the actual game was kind of just average to me so i'm just gonna throw a three and a half on it and be be done with it uh, did you did you score it? Hey, I'll I'll throw the three as well. I I I'm, I pretty much agree with Kujo and everything. The already oh. the painting and all that stuff's cool, and the rest of it's just typical. I said three and a half. Oh, okay. I said three and a half. Oh, I'm saying three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, half just because the the art like the art is pretty good. Oh yeah, like the paintings for the uh the thoughts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, those are fucking weird as shit. Uh, I don't think I really looked at a lot of that shit, so... Uh, I'll get a three and a half as well. Um, Alright, music voice acting. <laughs> That's the fastest we ever did that. <laughs> I know. We're like... Unfortunately, Kevin's gotta go to work, so... Um, I mean, but I mean, honestly, it's like it's nothing special. We gave it an average score. In general. Like, it's fine. The graphics look fine. Well, we need to be fair. We probably spent too much time on, like... 10 minute ones on that shit anyways one probably could just yeah that's true um so we were talking about this the composer is sea power they pretty much did every all the music for the game i think um the music itself was in my opinion all right it was definitely unique like i don't remember hearing anything like this in a game i've played before um kind of atmospheric but ultimately for me forgettable uh Normally, I listen to music after a game, and this one I don't think I will. Uh, so I will give it a three. Oh, oh, the voice acting itself. Uh, I like everything with voice acting, but I skipped so much of the dialogue that I missed half the voice acting anyway. I thought the voice <laughs> acting was really, really good. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah. Like, the, all, everything, so the, the, the version we play, everything is voice acted, and they all had, like... There wasn't like a dead like you know like uh, some of the games we play like they have no like 
emotion in their voice. It's just like someone reading. Like all this is really, really good uh, voice acting. Like they're actually people talking. Like it felt like real. So they did really good on that. The music side, like I kind of was like, the only thing that really stood out in my head is like right when you first walk out the door, it has like the little horn play, you know? Yeah. You hear that? That like sticks in my head. And then the night, the, the little nightclub you build in the church, the you know the little disc, the r- little rave thing. Um, kind of r- reminded me of Nick's rave, but uh. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the old classic. <laughs> You should try to. Like, be... that. that should be part three. <laughs> it's not that one. Oh God. <laughs> uh, I'm out of practice then. Yeah, I mean, I, I we watched that the other day. Uh, go off on a little tangent, but um, I started putting like the the thumbnails back into, um, all of the podcasts, you know, because like the, the way Brent did it, he mess he put like the picture and then the thumbnail. He put like the regular, um. RPG show like cover art, so I kind of been going through and fixing it, oh, okay. so that way you can see it different. Like when you're scrolling through, because some people don't like it's harder to read, and if you see the picture, it's easier to find the, the podcast you want to watch or listen to. I mean, that makes <laughs> sense. So there's the one that uh, the one that's like I think episode ninety nine. Nick flies solo. You should go check out that thumbnail when you get a chance. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I uh, uh, I'm gonna give it a three and a half for music voice acting. Uh, because the voice acting really was really good, and that kind of gives it it's above a, puts it a little bit above average for me. Like the music's not like you said, it's not really memorable. But I think that's part of it because you're just walking around a lot, so I don't think they want to be too distracting when you're trying to read. But makes sense. Um, I'll go, um, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I think the voice acting is really fucking good. Like, I think a lot of the people sound, like, very unique. Like, the machine head dude, <laughs> that dude just sounds like a fucking piece of shit, and he is kind of a piece of shit, so same with some of the other characters. Yeah, it's it's unique, and then, like, all your different voices in your head all have their own, vo- like, different voice. I don't know if it's a different voice actor, but they all sound different. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, really, I think the Bolshevik's really well done. Um, the music, uh, is, there's not much going on, but, yeah, there's not. it shouldn't really be, like, the game's supposed to be more about like, everything else. If you had just catchy melodic music going on, it would probably take away from focus. So, music's not bad, though. It's, like, they did what they were supposed to do, so three and a half. All right, sounds good. So, music break three. This one is Kevin's pick. You want to talk about it? Yep, uh, it's called. At least the, I think it's called because every time we look up these music, uh, we look it up on YouTube, and there's like different names for the same song. But I think they do that. They rename it so YouTube doesn't take it down or they don't get like sued or something. I'm pretty sure it's called Static Vibrations Totally Transcendent, and it's the. Uh, I think we were talking pre-show, but it's. Uh, the final version of this because like in the game uh you can basically you have fixed find the beat uh for this song that they're trying to to do for the rave and it sounds a little different and then you find the the finished song to it i think you like record when you're trying to you're trying to record the pale and part of it's from the pale i think the final final version anyways uh this is that song 
Alrighty. Uh, so that was the best song of the game, in my opinion. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Travis, overall. <laughs> Uh, Alright, well, I don't know. I mean, I may have to hear song again. I'd just be really annoyed with the, the way those, those kids were acting in the tent, so that probably was maybe more of it. Well, the... I mean, a lot of the music sounded very similar. Like, I don't remember being in too many places where I was like, oh, this is a brand new song. Because I guess because they use all the same instruments or whatever. Yeah, um, I was in the world when the place a lot, so that one stuck out to me. That's the only one that really stuck out to me. Alright. Um... So, overall experience. Um, as Brent would say, it is expectations versus reality. Um, I believe we all have our own different interpretations of this. Um, me, myself, is how I felt leaving the game. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll go first again. Um, I would say going like going into it, like hearing everybody say it was like game of the year or whatever, and uh, Kevin was hyping the fuck out of it, uh, <laughs> that I kind of went into it expecting uh a lot more than i got like i want when i play games i don't usually play games like this because if i want to read something i'll read a book right. um, and uh... do you still read a lot by the way or not so uh, much yeah i read it when i'm at work i don't read at home anymore uh because i try to play games at home right <laughs> so um Anyway, uh, yeah, this, uh, it started off all right, and then, it, like, I got fucking bored of the gameplay pretty quickly. I'd say on day two, because, like, I kind of burnt myself out, like, playing, like, seven or eight hours on day one, like, knocking out as much as I could, and then day two hit, and I was like, oh, shit, I did too much. Um, and there's also, I guess I forgot to mention the gameplay, I had an issue on the PS4 where there would be orbs that were on the screen that I couldn't interact with sometimes, and I was like, is that supposed to be there? Is that not supposed to be there? Is this I had this issue too, so... Yeah, it's supposed like... to be there, because if you have to pass a check to be able to look at them. I see. Okay. Um, so yeah, like, some of the stuff wasn't really explained very well. Like, I felt like I was just kind of... I felt like the character, I guess, in a way, which is good, where it's kind of, like, drudging <laughs> along. Like, I'm not sure what the fuck I'm doing. Like, okay. Uh, and then, like, the midpoint of the game, when you finally got to, like, the, the climax uh, and like the big altercation happened uh, it was too short lived uh, for me and then you kind of just like the the whole like ending the the, the 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 denouement and everything was like just really not as fulfilling as I'd like it to be in an ending um, and I thought like the conversing with your squad mates was frustrating at the end because I kind of if I was Harry I would have shot those assholes or something like, oh, fuck you guys. I don't even want to work with you guys anymore anyway, because y'all got a bunch of assholes. But, um, like, overall, leaving the game, um, I'm going to have to play it again to get all the trophies on the PS5. I don't know that I'm going to enjoy that as much, because, <laughs> like, uh, I already know everything. Like, the, the mystery... You can get two plats for it? You can, yeah. The, what? Like, you're you're going to do that? Oh, uh, one day. Like, maybe in a couple of years. Yeah, it'd be kind uh, of fun to do on PS4 one day if you want to go back through it, but it's going to... I say I wanna, I'm, I'll do in a couple of years, but there's just so many more games I still have to play first that it's like, yeah. playing a game again at this point in my life, it doesn't seem feasible to me. I'll do it on some games that I really, 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 really like. Um, like, I'll, do, I'll get multiple plats 
for those games just because I like the game so much. I, like I don't mind playing it again, kind of thing. Like this one, right. like I, it's like one of those things where like I, I'm, I'm buying the collector's edition. So I'm gonna, I, if I don't play it, then it's almost like I just spent two hundred. Just pissed away two hundred dollars. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'll give overall experience, I guess, a three and a half. Because, like, when I was into, when I was invested in the game, I was really invested in it, and I wanted to know what was going to happen. Uh, but then those high, mo- those high note, those high moments, I should say, were not as often. They didn't happen as often as I'd like. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll go, Travis. How do you feel about it? Um. I just gotta get my score first. Uh, I'm gonna go three and a half, um, like you did. I going in, I was not thinking I was gonna like this game too much. Um, I just felt like it was gonna be a lot of fucking reading, and just, I mean, I like stuff like Life is Strange and you know more like, well, uh, some of the Telltale games and all that shit. But I figured this game was gonna be like not my thing. I ended up liking it quite a bit more than I thought I would. I was pretty invested in the story at times when things were like going good the going back and forth back hello hello Uh-oh. i think we lost him oh we lost him all right well while we wait for him to come back do you want to i guess give us your overall experience yeah mine i can't i'm trying to figure if it's a four or four it's a four I want to give it a four and a half, but I think it's given it's a four. I really liked it, but there had there were some issues that, I mean, I didn't look into, like you're saying, I was hyping it, but I didn't, I didn't look into anything before I played it. I kind of went blind into it, so I think that helped me not spoil myself. So there's a lot of stuff that, like, you when you figure it out, it feels good to figure it out. Like when I found the bullet in the guy's head, because I was like. You know, when they're, they kind of lead you, you know, a little bit sometimes, where they're like, well, you can do a more thorough examination if you freeze the body. I'm like, well, why would they tell me that unless you're supposed to? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, uh, okay, I'll do that. And it kind of, you have to kind of go out of your way, so they make it kind of, like, uncomfortable to do that, to find, like, a freezer to put them in, and then you can go more of the examination but I was like, nope, I'm going to go through with it now. I'm already committed, and I do that. I'm like, oh, okay, so that gives you more ammunition. In the like, when you're talking to those guys, like you can like tell them right right away, or you can kind of hold it, you know, kind of hold the car- cards to your chest before you give up that information. Like, you kind of see what they'll say, and you're like, oh, I know. Because, yeah. like, if you have that information, then you go talk to the Hardy Boys, you're like, oh, I know you're fucking lying because he, he died because he got shot, not because he got hung. So it's like, now you're like, okay, now, obviously it wasn't going to be them because that's too obvious. So I don't know. I, I like to think about, like, it made me think about things and I like the thoughts it, it gave me. So I definitely had a good time with it. It just, it did drag at times. It got boring or it got too much dialogue or like they give you too much about the world before you care about the world. Yeah. If that makes sense. You're like oh, you're telling me all about Revishal and the history, and, like, I don't care about it yet. Like, you gotta make me care about the character before I can care about the world he's in. Yeah. So I feel like they might have... If they would have kind of organized that a little better, uh, I think I would have had a better experience with that. But it's like, 
yeah, the first like half hour like explaining how this worked and this worked. I'm like, ah, I don't even know what's going on. I don't know why do I care about the world. <laughs> I don't even know who I am right now. <laughs> so I, I think I think it, if they could have focused more uh, on the player, like the character and that kind of stuff first, and then maybe kind of spread it out a little bit better. I don't know, this is their first game, so I think they, they have some bumps in the road, you know? Yeah, but I also think that they did some pretty unique things by doing that. Like, they have characters who lie about knowing things about you that you, depending on how you've, uh, like, progressed through the game, you may or may not know that the character's lying or not yet. So, yeah. uh, like, it's, unfortunately, it's just one of those things, like, it's, like, I understand why they did it, doesn't mean like I liked it too much. Right. Like, kind of, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, it was. I guess some of it's intentional, but I think they, for them, it made sense. But I think they gotta look at everyone else when they're trying to sell something. Like, how does it affect the the majority of people? I guess. Yeah. Well, I guess it's gotta be pretty difficult when like you are the dev and you know everything already. True. Yeah, you almost gotta like play it off someone that doesn't know and see how they react, you know. So, I don't know if Travis, you back? Uh, it looks like he's muted okay. and silent. Oh, he was. But I don't know. I guess well, he already gave a score for overall, so we'll just keep moving on. And if he shows up, then he shows up, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, at least right, at least right at the end, not like the very beginning. This yeah. happened. Um, okay, so replayability slash extra content. Uh, you you want to go first on this one? Yeah, I mean, obviously I think it's very replayable because you could be a totally different person. How much you want to do that, I mean, the, you know how the story... Like, I did replay it, obviously, to get the, the Platinum. I guess it's not obvious, but I did do it to get the Platinum. And while it is... You don't care as much your second playthrough, you know what I mean? Like, you're almost like... I'm just doing this to get the trophy. Like, it's not as... In, I already know who's the killer and how it all plays out. It doesn't really play out different. You just kind of act different, you know? Yeah, like, everything's the same. So... Like, storyline-wise, you just... Some characters are... Maybe, like, have a slight interaction re, interaction with you that's, slightly, like, slightly different. Um, and then, like, I think, the, like, the big thing would be... We're playing like playing the game on like uh like like you did heavy intelligence playthrough and then maybe playing a heavy uh like motorx playthrough or whatever or maybe psych playthrough and seeing how the passive change the conversations yeah the conversations will change a little bit but i don't think i don't know if it's enough to go through the game again like you want to play this game again because you like to enjoy, you want to enjoy the story i'm just that's just not how i am so uh, I'm gonna just give it a two and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you on that. Like the re replayability is there, and and like in the way that you can replay like a dungeon crawler, and just like instead of playing like a warrior, you play a, a magician or whatever. And it's like okay, the game's still like the same. You're still doing the same things. It's just how you do them is slightly different. Um. So for me. Like it's it's a murder mystery game, so like they can only do so much with that. 
Yeah. Uh, like, like there's a reason why, like, a lot of those murder mystery books are like bestsellers, but like they are also like bargain bin at like uh, thrift stores and shit. Like, you can find nothing but murder mysteries because, like, once you've read it once, you can't read it again. It's like you already know what's gonna happen. It's not, it's not enjoyable anymore. Um, and now maybe people who like the world enough would dump back in and like play it completely again and again and again for some reason i can't see myself ever doing that like i think when i go for the game on the ps5 for plat i'm just gonna skip through as much as i can yeah because i already, like, I already know what's happening so those trophies you have to like do all the side quests and stuff yeah, I know, but I don't have to sit there and read all the shit oh, for the most yeah, part. Yeah. That's true. So it'll, it'll be probably half as half as long to get through that time. Um, and I don't really think there's any extra content. Like, we have extra content in this version already. Um, I guess somebody that would be that had played the original version and, and going into the final cut would have those extra things to do. Maybe some quality of life improvements. Or maybe there'll be a DLC event one day. I don't know. Uh, I guess it's possible. There are, like, maybe, like, yeah, like, revisiting one of his past cases or something like that. Yeah, that'd be uh, fun. Uh, I mean, I'd be up for that if they did that. I don't think they would do that, because I feel like that's... At that point, it's like you might as well just make a brand new game with, right. the, with the amount of details that they put into the into stuff like this. Uh, so, I mean, I'll give, I'll give it a two, I guess. Uh... uh I don't think Tra- Travis is having uh, technical issues. He said it a three point five. I would really want to know how he got to that, but yeah, especially because he only played it once. Right. Well, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's why our score is so low because we already played it one again once. So we're like re replayability is definitely not there. <laughs> oh yeah, we have the we have the 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 proof positive for that. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Okay, he picked the. I guess. We'll, I guess is it because he's not coming back. All right. Um, the last music break is now. It's whirling day. Uh, whirling cafeteria during the daytime.
Alrighty, finishing the show with some time to spare, so Kevin doesn't have to rush to work. Awesome. Um, the thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I know we kind of rushed through this episode a lot, so if that negatively impacts your experience, I apologize. Uh, well, we we only rushed the, the stuff that that we. Yeah, that's that can be rushed. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, we talked. We we left the meaty parts that we normally talk about. Like that's fine. It's just. Sometimes when we uh, start talking in the beginning of the show, it's like an hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know a lot of people like that, and that's fine. But this time we just couldn't do it. It's just it's so hard for us all to get together. Like we're do- we did this at eight a.m. in the morning. That's how that's how the only time we could uh, all get together at the same time. Well, that's the all time. It's five a.m. for me. So well, yeah. So even for you, it's harder. Like I'm I'm kind of like more open. It's just sometimes getting Travis is uh is kind of difficult. But, well, yeah, like it'll be like one week because I think between day and night shift, so he'll be able to do recordings like for two weeks during the daytime, and then like, but that's not we're not somebody's not done with the game yet or whatever. Yeah. And then by the time somebody finishes, he's on nights, and he's like, I can't record at that time. And then like I've got like Thursday evenings are usually pretty busy for me. Uh, and we used to do like Thursday afternoon, late evening for you guys, or like early evening for you guys, or whatever. And yeah. that doesn't work sometimes, so it's like fuck. It, but, I can only do that every third week because I open those weeks. Every, yeah. Every other Thursday, then I close. So I got you. I, I got get you. home until eleven at night, and then which is fine for you because it's earlier. But for him, he, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not <laughs> he's going to bed. Yeah. So it's like fuck, man. Uh, but you know, we get it done. It may not be quite as scheduled as it used to be with with Brent and stuff, but, but it's still yeah, like I, yeah, like we were saying, it's uh, with Brent was here, it would have been over like an hour ago, but. Yeah. Because we let ourselves kind of, like, breathe. And it would have had been done on a Saturday. Yeah. So. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't know if people like this format more or less than it used to be, but this is the way it's going to be now because that's it's how we are and it's how we do things. And so, like, I appreciate everybody that's stuck with us and all the new listeners. Great to have you here. Oh, um, I know what I was going to say. We're, like, uh, I got an email. Um... We're like charting on iTunes in the Netherlands, though. <laughs> the Netherlands? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave at Chartable is sent me an email. The RPG show is now ranked number 62 on the Apple... Well, that was three days ago. Now this, The one that you just sent me, we're, we're probably falling a little bit. We're, num- we're 180 on Apple Podcasts, Leaser Chart in the Netherlands. <laughs> Interesting. So somewhere in the Netherlands, we're getting a little bit of following. So hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? Join uh, us on the Discord. If you want. I don't think any of us speak, uh, was it, what do you speak, Dutch? The Netherlands? I don't know what the language is. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little ignorant on that as well. Um, it's Dutch, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, is that where Holland is? That where Holland is? No. Oh, God, stop talking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're fucking Americans, sorry. Oh, that's uh, Oh, it's informally... Okay, the Netherlands is for, is informally known as Holland. Okay, cool. So I'm not a complete asshole. That's, it's Amsterdam. Oh, you're right. It is. The official language is Dutch. Look at that. Ha. Google, ha. <laughs> uh, uh, someone's listening to us in, the, in Amsterdam. There we go. Sweet. They're, it's probably because they're on fucking pod brownies and shit. Like, all right. <laughs> it's, I, can, I can tolerate this now. Awesome. Right. I need some, we need some background music. Put it up. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm not going to fuck this up this time. The next game we're doing is Tales of Arise, not some shit that I'm picking or whatever the fuck I said last time. So uh, I yeah. think Travis has barely played it. I think you're almost done, and I'm about halfway through. So well, expect that. I just beat the fifth Lord last night. So I'm, I feel like I'm maybe two thirds of the way. I feel okay. Okay. Because I feel like there's still a lot of game left. Because there's still a lot of trophies that haven't popped yet. Well, the I think people are saying plat time is expected around sixty hours. So I don't know how far you are or how close you are to that. I think I'm like thirty-five. Okay. Okay. So maybe there's a lot of end game stuff you do. I don't know. Could be. There's apparently like battle arenas and shit or something. Uh. I don't know. But, uh, so look forward to that, guys. Uh, maybe I will decide on a game by then. I mean, I guess I have to once we do the review for that. I'm still trying to figure uh, out what my next one's going to be. I have, like, so like, many things in my head. I'm like, should I do, should I do Suikoden 4, or should we do something I want to really want to play? This Dungeon yeah. Encounter game just came out. looks pretty interesting because it's the director from Final Fantasy VI. It's, like, the first game he's directed since then. Uh, is it Dungeon Counter? Yeah, it's a new Square game. Just came. Yeah, yeah, I saw emails about that. It right. looks pretty fucking sweet. And I've been reading some re- good reviews on it, so I'm like, maybe I just do that. Or I, I really have been trying to play the Outer Worlds for like two years. I'm like, do I want to do that one? <laughs> this is okay. Like, I'm like, there's three or four options in my head. So, like for me, I'm also struggling because I'm like, I'm looking at the last shows we've done, and they've all been more modern games, and I'm like, ah. Uh... Like, the point of this show was to do games that people probably don't have access to anymore, so I should pick, like, a really old one. But then, like, I'm with you, like, I'm the same page as you, or I'm, like, I'm looking at my collection, and I'm like, fuck, I really want to play that game. And that's been kind of, like, what I've been doing every last, the last couple picks I've done have been games that I've been sitting on for years, and I'm like, I'm playing this game now. We're all playing this game now. Yeah. And that's been kind of hit or miss. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe... I feel like you're one for two, right? What's the other? Well, one? so it was like Exist Archive. No, it was not good. Um, Natural Doctrine. That was that was good. Uh, and then I don't. Fuck that pick before that. Uh, let's see. Let's scroll down to this. Uh, what's on there? Uh, you picked that. We both picked that one. Man, what the fuck? I think it was Cosmic Star Heroin. And that was because it was a continuation of. What, well, it was because uh, you had played it, and I had Brent, played it, basically, right? Yeah, like in, 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 me and Brent were supposed to do it for the show, I think, at one point, and we just—he unfortunately passed away. So yeah, uh, damn. Yeah, because like I'm looking at this, like interspersed between this is like a bunch of games that we, me and you did because we both happened to be playing them at the same time. Right. Uh, and then, like, you've done stuff with, like, Blaine, and then you did something. You did a show with Travis separately for uh, Cold Steel. Oh, yeah, because I, I was like, you're never going to catch up, so we might as well just do it. Yeah. Uh, that'll happen when I'm on my deathbed, maybe. <laughs> well, you might have to when I pick the next game, when it's my turn. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, I guess I'll get, I'll get started on that then. Because next year, I think you got another year until the next game comes out. But I don't know if gonna, I don't know if they're gonna do the crossbell ones first or not. Which, if you do the crossbell, they're kind of standalone. Yeah. But well, really, it's really like it goes trails in the sky. There's three games, two games of uh, crossbell, cold steel. and then four games of cold steel. 
Well, like I think the play order is supposed to be like Sky and then Crossbell and then Cold Steel because they reference stuff that happens in Cold Steel. I think that's either way. Or in Crossbell or whatever. You can do it either way, I think. They're both because they both happen at the same time. Gotcha. Well, okay. Crossbell happens in the, during the first two games of Cold Steel. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure I'll make time one of these days. I've just... Please. So, I've just been playing a bunch of random, like, shit, trying to clear my backlog out, and it's a mess, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I guess we'll wrap, we'll just wrap up then, unless right. you have anything else you want to talk about. Uh, no. I'm, I'm good. Okay. All right, well, uh, we have a Discord, as Hello? we say every time. Oh, there. Hello. Oh, my God. He lives. And he was muted again. Oh, he made it for a second. Well, we'll just let him have the closing remarks if he makes it in time. Uh, we have a Discord, so check us out on Discord. Uh, you can always email us at rpgshow.podcast at gmail.com. Um, I don't think anybody has ever done that, so you could be the very first one. <laughs> we will read it. Yeah. We will read it for you. Yes, we'll read it here. Uh, and then make fun of you, maybe. Probably. Uh... We can also uh, steal money, kind of, from Jeff Bezos uh, by using our affiliate link uh, that's included in the description of the, um, the podcast, I believe. Uh, it should work as a link, right? I don't know if it works on the podcast stuff. I've never tried it. I mean, it's uh, in there. I don't know. Or you can get it from the Discord. Yeah, it's always there, too. So that's another incentive to join the Discord. Um, and then you can listen to our friends, Blaine and James, on the Is It Worth It podcast. Um I guess it's a pretty good podcast. Uh, you don't listen and, to it? I don't listen to shit. I don't listen to podcasts anymore. I haven't listened to podcasts in years. Um, and then, uh, as always, thanks for listening, everybody. And until oh, next time. Don't forget, uh, also, me and Blaine have been doing uh, Real Games the Movie. Did you say that? Uh, no, but that's on this feed, though, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean... Y'all been doing video games and movie. It's not just restricted to movies now, though, right? It's like you've been doing shows as well, I think? Yeah, any kind of it's shows or movies from video games, based on video games. So I think we did, like, the Captain N or whatever it was, which was a TV show. But All right, all right. The good thing about that is it's, uh, it's something y'all can knock out pretty quick because it's just, a, like, a movie or show, right? So Yeah, we, I think that they only last, like, half hour, 45 minutes. So it's a nice little, like, drive to work if you want to listen to that or something like that. Or Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, cool. All right, well, uh, I guess for real this time. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and until next time, bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.